Cool. Uh, I think this is episode 10 uh, of Ooh, Rhubarb Records podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We're in the double digits now. Um, so, yeah, as usual, Liam's with me. Yo, what up? And we've got Luke Kidgel, Australian comedian. Big fan, Luke. Thanks I'm so much for coming down. In. Give yourself yeah. a round of yeah. applause. Uh, yeah. Thank you for having me. It's yeah. good to be here. Yeah, thank you for coming down. I didn't even realize the podcast had started. Like, you were kind of like, yeah, all right, let's go. And I thought you'd be like, count us in. No, nah, yeah. but you just start talking. Yeah, I try to create it as seamless as possible. Yeah, right. And I've ruined the illusion now. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've also got Gareth in the audience and uh, David Bowie, the bird David Bowie, not the spirit of David Bowie or anything. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming down, man. I'm a big fan of the, of the Luke and Lewis podcast oh, and memoirs of a white guy and and all that so yeah it was uh when i heard you were coming to perth i was like that's very kind let's see if he's keen and yeah you're gracious enough down. to come down um but you said to me you i said well oh, we're just, a music podcast yeah. and you said well i don't know what i could talk about well like unless you talk about blink 182 every week i just don't know how much <laughs> i'm gonna offer on the subject yeah. but um no i'm a huge music fan yeah just I, I looking around the record shop now and i think i only recognize like the blood sugar sex magic and I think that's it. I don't know any of the other I mean obviously there's an Eddie Murphy record here that I recognise. But yeah, I just don't recognize. yeah, I'm not into like what type of music are you guys into? Uh like, all sorts. Yeah, a bit of everything really. Yeah. Because yeah. you run a record shop, so you just listen to music all day. Yeah. Like um my tastes are diverting constantly. Every time something comes through the door that's interesting and new, I'm like, ooh. So I'm like led in one direction and then led in another. Yeah, right. But Liam knows so much about like music past and so many like different genres. And that's why I like pushed for us to start a podcast because you were telling me so many facts and stuff. And I was like, we're going to get this down as like an audio recording. So that was, you know. Now I get to bore people like in my spare time as well. You know, <laughs> yeah. <on the> airwaves. <laughs> yeah. 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 For me, it's, you know, a lot of like psych rock, like you, because you're from Melbourne. You yeah. Know, like King Gizzard. Yeah. Like, that's my favorite right. uh, act. Um, but yeah, Tame Impala, which from here, obviously, yeah, um, right through to electronics. So but, yeah, cool. But we've all we've all had our shit music tastes as well. Oh, so we were talking about what we could do for the podcast. So we've decided I like shit music taste episode. You're like, all right, we've got Luke Kidge coming in. We can't talk about good music because he's not <laughs> going to be into that. And thank you because I would have offered nothing on that subject. <laughs> but I can talk about trash for hours. Um, yeah, awesome. What okay? What's like your guilty pleasure then? Okay, so I I, you still I jotted down to. a few. Okay, that I still listen yeah. to. Now on the surface, it's not so much a guilty pleasure. Actually, before I get into that though, I do want to thank our sponsor, Audio Technica, for the microphones again. So, and and the the uh, mixer interface. So yeah, thank you to them. See yeah. how um, crisp this sound is when I'm clapping them. Yeah. Boom. Just permeates the ears. Mm. That's, is that like your ASMR kind of like 3D yeah, yeah. sound? I'm not going to do any chewing noises though. <laughs> um, so uh, guilty pleasures for me, and this this might you know not seem like one on the surface, but for me, growing up, I was the biggest ACDC nut there was going around. Like I like uh, like to a problematic level. Like knew every album, knew every song. I'd go online, download the bootlegs and shit like that. Did you used to turn up to your public school in a <laughs> private school uniform, like just like? No, I young. went to private school, so I was oh, okay. already in the in the. Just cut your sleeves off then. The, the costume at the, at the arms. Yeah, 
I don't. I don't think that. See, getting so into them, getting into like the 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 non hits. I I don't think is considered bad because they probably were. I haven't. I've only ever heard the hits. Yeah. Like I don't know anything past jailbreak. Right. You know, like like I I've, that's still I know, a pretty like no like you know obviously it's like TNT Thunderstruck Howard Held blah, 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 and you go through all those long way to the top and then maybe like the I'm trying to think of like like the the least hit song that I know of there maybe like that rock and roll train one the newest <laughs> the new one was that them that's their second most newest album but yeah right. that is them yeah, yeah they've had more come out since and <sighs> a few controversies as well. What? Uh, like the drama. allegations. What happened to Phil? Uh, yeah, he got um, busted for. He lives in New Zealand now. Yeah, he got busted for like slinging meth and uh, <laughs> slinging like, meth, de- making death threats to That's people. Right. And like, yeah, he was a a bit of a, um, you know, a, a he was like he was almost like a, you know, your typical ACDC fan, but he was in the band. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. New Zealand's like the place you go to when you're uh, when you get done slinging meth. <laughs> it's just like a place full of meth slingers. <laughs> <laughs> the land funny. of meth slinging. I, I don't think ACDC is that man. If if that's your embarrassing right, yeah. one, I've I, got way more. I'm. <laughs> I just wanted to have it a off hard life. time here <laughs> and bring it down. Um, so I'll go to the, the next one uh, was Limp Biscuits, uh, okay, chocolate that, starfish and a shit. hot dog flavored water. <laughs> yeah, now yeah. we're getting somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So I'll go from there. So that was, <laughs> that was, and, and what makes it more embarrassing is I was very late into the Limp Biscuit game. This is like, I'm talking when I was 19, I'm 26 now. By the way, there was never an era that was cool to be into Limp Biscuit. So you're saying like, yeah. oh, there were, it was never good. Yeah. But at least if it was like the early 2000s or the 90s, you could say, oh, well, it was, you know, it was the times. Yeah, you, you could know, be like, well, everyone was doing it. Yeah, you know? That's exactly. like what you say about, you know, but it, for orgies. Me- you know, we were all coming. Or <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I, love, I haven't been in orgies. I, just, <laughs> I sound like I'm very knowledgeable on the subject. It was just a joke. Continue. <laughs> um, oh, what was I going to say? Uh, the... Uh, um, Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. So for, for me, it started off as mates started playing at parties when we get By drunk. the way, I'm sorry to interrupt again. No, that does right. sound like a, a game that would be played at an orgy. <laughs> Limp Biscuit. Well, that's, that's where the name comes from, isn't it? Uh, oh, from Soggy Biscuit. I yeah, I'm pretty was, sure. That's oh, really? What it is. Yeah. Well, no. the album's called S- Chocolate Starfish. No wonder and the they're dogs. shit. Because yeah, Im- imagine, like, so I don't know who the guys in the band are, but they're like just all sitting around one day, obviously coming on a biscuit together. One of them can't get it up, and they're going, "Bro, <laughs> I got it." <laughs> and that was the origin. No wonder. Like, and after that origin story of the band name, you can't have good music no. if yeah. that's how you've started. Well, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, deep dive. I, yeah. Is is can you verify that? Because you're the music fact guy. Oh man, honestly, I wasn't there when they were, when they were, you know, when yeah. the biscuit thing came up. Yeah. But um, it sounds right to me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll say eighty percent confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But not fully. Don't take our word. Don't for put it. it on Wikipedia. Just say it's not at the ninety oh, no, percent no. threshold of Wikipedia. W- yeah. Wikipedia pretty much is 80, 80 20. Yeah. 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 Did you like ever like be an authority on that? Back yeah. in high school, I used to go in sometimes edit bands genres. Like you know, when I was in like year seven, I thought it was funny to write like instead of like pop, I'd be like sex, and then, like, <laughs> oh, and then I'd see how long it took for them to change it. Yeah. Anyway, guys, Limp Bizkit. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so uh, it was one of those things that started off as like mates would play it at parties when we we're drunk, like ironically, and be like, oh, like Limp Biscuit rolling kind of thing. And then we all <laughs> just like actually got into it. And then we'd actually be hanging out and, you know, listening to it. And then it got to the point where, you know, we'd be like, but this is actually pretty well produced, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So the start, you look, and by the end, like, you're just like, get up, oh, get up, or oh, however that song yeah. goes. You know, the other, I've only ever heard, thank you, I'm a uh, big Limp Bizkit fan. <laughs> no, the only two songs I've ever heard by them is Roland and uh, their cover of Behind Blue Eyes. Oh, man. Yeah. Because that charted that one, I think. Yeah. That did chart, yeah. yeah. They didn't even write that song. No, they didn't. And I think, I think, because I, no, I did know the original because my dad, Listens to good music. Who's yeah. the original by Behind Blue Eyes? Oh, is that the uh, Who? The Who, yeah. 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 yeah, that's a great song. And then it is. they came in and went, put put their limp fucking biscuit on it or whatever. <laughs> they just ruined it, you know? Yeah. So limp biscuit. That's that. That's that's one of the guilty pleasures of mine. What's... I can understand that. Yeah. All right, you got to go now, Liam. Oh, really? All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I've, I've, yeah, I've got five uh, albums, but. It's kind of hard to be, to know what's considered a guilty pleasure these days. That's what I was like Thanks struggling the, with as well. Because most of mine are 80s. So, and we had an 80s revival. So all of a sudden that shit's like. And cool, it's kind of into like things ironically. Like, but, that's why you got John Farnham yeah. on Bloody Falls or whatever it is. Oh, no. Like Daryl Braithwaite's horses. And yeah. yeah. But um, I suppose the yardstick for sort of knowing whether or not these are actual guilty pleasures is like if I put the record on at home and my girlfriend rolls her eyes, I know it's a guilty pleasure. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, Boney M. Just gonna dr- drop some Boney M. Yeah. Um, I mean, I suppose people like Boney M. Like, ironically, like everyone yeah. who I mentioned them to is like, oh yeah, oh, Rasputin. But like, I genuinely think they're pretty, pretty damn cool. So I don't know Boney M. songs. I would know them. I would have been tormented to enough mix ninety four point five in the car with my parents driving in my childhood to know Boney M. But is that your version which- of Triple M in Perth? Uh, it used yeah. to be on the Triple M network. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But that's like same style of music. Now, like The Rock, they used to play Foo Fighters and Powderfinger all day. And like, yeah. Yeah, it's, okay. Yeah, it's basically like a mix of It's like a bit more pop poppy and, disco than Triple M. But no R&B. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, there's like a ton of hits from, from them that are like yeah. total bangers. Like uh, Rasputin, like, obviously. Um, oh, is that the one that goes rah, rah, Rasputin? Yeah, Russia's yeah. Greatest Love Machine. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, if you watch the film clip, the, the dancer, the male dancer is, is like wearing a big gray beard and he's like doing all the Russian dancing and stuff. It's freaking awesome. It's all in disco style. Um, I'll send it a track called Sunny and, um, that's, that's actually like a really recognizable song because I'm pretty sure that that song was sampled in like a early 2000s, like sort of big beat, like electronic dance. About dance so I think hit. we've talked about the sample of it, yeah. You know, you know the song I'm talking about probably I think just, I do, yeah, just from yeah. hearing the name. Or we've talked about it before at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Ma Baker, another classic. Um, Daddy Cool, Daddy Cool. Oh, that's Boney that. M, is it? Yeah, that's, that, that's, uh, that's Boney M. And like interesting, interesting fact about Boney M is... Um, they were like a German disco band. They were kind of like a manufactured group. So there was like three, three female singers and dancers and a male vocalist slash dancer. And his, his role was kind of like to do the spoken word stuff. Yeah. Like the cool, like deep voice, like spoken word shit. <laughs> and um, I was watching a documentary and as it turns out, um, 
he actually didn't even provide any of the vocals like at all. Like that wasn't his voice on any of the songs. It was actually their like producer slash manager who was like this like five foot five, like little like German like guy that looked like Danny DeVito. (laughs) (laughs) So you listen to, um, there's like a bit on daddy cool and there's like a spoken word bit and it's supposed to be the, the lead dancer. And he's like, Oh, she loves her daddy, or something like really creepy and like, you know, something creepy. <laughs> Can you imagine Danny DeVito saying that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'd be it sound quite a lot different. But um, yeah, now I can't unhear that. Every time I hear that voice, like saying all those all those weird like promiscuous things, I just picture this little like this little German gray haired dude with like a horseshoe haircut. <laughs> they so, could turn that into an funny. always sunny episode as well. Oh man, absolutely! And Sunny could be the actual, the theme tune of the whole episode. So, yeah, that's my that's my num- that's my number one yeah. guilty pleasure. Right. I've never heard of that band, by the way, Bernie. You're yeah. gonna have to look them up. You you'd would recognize de- them. You'd be got tormented car trips and stuff. I probably like, have. I think I've heard some of those songs before that you mm, mentioned, but I didn't yeah. know the band. It's like one of those ones that you hear around. And it's just like, one of like the ones my dad used to put on, like you know, like. Uh, compilations of like 80s and stuff all the time when I was a kid that's like yeah. what I grew up listening to yeah, yeah. my dad was the exact same yeah. burn like you know 80s but then like he, my dad also like listens to a lot of like I guess contemporary like rock music as well like he, he will he you know he's a he's a in the closet like Foo Fighters fan you know he'll chuck on some Powderfinger like Jet like he loves a bit of Australian yeah but, but, he's, but he went and saw the uh, he went and saw Mental as Anything a few nights ago here, um, at Scarborough, yeah. he loves them. Yeah, My he lady loves that loves Australian like thing, hoodoo gurus and shit. Yeah. Um, what else? Is it? Like Australian mean, crawl. That I was yeah. about to say. Australian it's like every crawl. Australian mm. dad is like, like apparently that was just listen to this, this, this real music. Yeah, that yeah. stuff's all good though. Like I, think, oh, it's good. Yeah, it's yeah. good music. Crowded yeah. house. Yeah, I uh, one time when I was a kid, the first like, I don't, First radio I had was this like little bedside alarm clock thing. It was always tuned to ninety two point nine, which is Hit FM or yeah. Kiss FM. Oh, is the network now? I think. No, nah, it's Hit. I think. It's still Hit. Yeah. Um, I should know that. I'm, yeah. I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been there before. Yeah, it's it's ninety two. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Um, they. I remember like the first kind of like hook that got me was Spice Girls. And I remember being like four <laughs> years old, like real young and just like, you know, I had no like kind of idea about, you know, what music I liked or what I liked. It was just the catchy hook. And you just said, if you want to be my lover. And yeah. you're like, I want to get with your friend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like, dang. And I would, I would, I would, I would uh, sing and dance along to that. And I remember one day dad walked into my room and he was like, he he caught me. Actually, I think I've told this story we, on the podcast before. Yeah, with Tana- the episode with Tanae, I'm pretty That's sure. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, I uh, got caught busting out to Spice Girls and, you know, <laughs> vocal Hang soloing. On. When you say busting out. Oh, no, oh, no. Uh, I kind of busting out. <laughs> I was like, whoa. I wouldn't even know what that is. I don't like, which was like, your favorite Spice Girls are great, girl. but I don't like them that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. S- scary was your favorite, wasn't she? I can't remember what they look like. Scary, sporty, ginger. Who's the other one? Baby. Baby. Posh. Posh. Yeah. See, I was from that moment, I was scared away from Spice Girls. I don't know Not the that. difference. I forget which ones were which. <laughs> Scary is the one who's, uh, she is a judge on one of the talent shows, isn't she? Yeah. Oh, like, 
X Factor or something. Yeah, I forget what her name and is. She's the Jenny Craig ambassador. That's the one. So uh, Lul's the Keelors. She's got this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my really bad like English yeah, accent. Right. Oh, that's that's real. That is a <laughs> that is a guilty pleasure. Yeah, but I was like. But there's so the much good pop music that's like that, though. Like, where it's like, you know, the, the, you wouldn't listen to an album, but it comes on at a party and you're like, yes, let's, you know, let's crank that Soldier Boy or whatever. You're just yeah. like, yeah, it's fun. It's not mm-hmm. good, but yeah. it's fun to, yeah. to, like, be in the room and, and dance and listen to. That's it. That's exactly the definition. Well, yeah, that's, a, that's what a guilty pleasure is. Yeah, really. I guess like, you know, like Teenage Dirtbag, I, I wouldn't call a great song musically, but like it's fun to be like, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, at a party. You know, and it's, it's trash, fun. Everyone but... does the, I got two tickets to, like that is so like kind of what was that teenage song and weird. Teenage, teenage Dirtbag. 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 Yeah, by yeah. Wheatus. It was Wheatus, like a, like the, the one, it was like a one hit wonder, but those songs are And at the same fun. time, you know what came at the same time as on was a banger, was the Alien Ant Farm cover of uh, Smooth oh, Criminal. Oh yeah, another one hit wonder. Th- those sure. two songs. Is, is that the Any Are You Will Key? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, was, uh, that was top of video hits. I don't know if you guys used to watch In the boxing hits. ring? Wait, is that uh, the one where think, they're in the backyard or something? That, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, well, they used to have like the top 10, so it was like a countdown and- Every every week at the end of the show, they'd play number one, and I remember like watching like tuning That's in right, every week, that. just being like, "Come on, Elliot Farm!" Like, yeah, <laughs> you were rooting for them. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's. <laughs> Yeah, rooting for that song is like different to just listening to it passively. <laughs> yeah, nah, I was like totally rooting for it. So, were you like a a, a metal guy growing up? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I always liked a bit of everything, really. But yeah, like I'm a, I'm probably still a metal guy, really. Like I wear like metal t-shirts all the time and stuff. But that's just because I like wearing band t-shirts. Yeah, right. But uh, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I was a metal guy growing up as well. I was like full into like late high school, like Megadeth, Slayer, Anthrax. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, if you, you want to, guys do stink of that. It's <laughs> like every guy who like runs a vinyl shop is like, yeah, like they, they dabbled in Parkway Drive at some point. You know, oh, like, no, actually Parkway is one of the ones that <laughs> you I, won't. I admire. What about I, Slipknot? Oh, yeah, that's we've a guilty already, pleasure. We've, we've had, yeah, yeah. We've had this discussion, I think, on the last episode as well about Slipknot. If so you can I don't put aside the, that music. If you can put aside the I hate my mum and dad so, like feeling of the music, yeah. or the lyrics, I should say. The rest of the you music. You can't even is... understand the lyrics. It's like, oh. <laughs> Sounds like he's deep throating the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's rough. Uh, but I don't understand. I never that liked him. I was in the same me. position, and then I was at Soundwave one year, and they were headlining. The drummer's just... sick. Yeah, like Joey the, Jordison. The drumming, like I get, I get the appeal and why, like people yeah. kind of geek out over it in a way. Yeah, but it's like also, you know, hey man, there's seven guys out there playing drums or whatever. Like, yeah. just stop. You I know, think there's like lose there's one of the bongos or whatever. Guy, <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a guy that they had. Like, imagine like your whole your whole job is to just basically tour around the world and just like smack an empty keg with a baseball bat in a yeah. clown mask. Yeah. Like, He's got a pretty fucked it's like while well, you're dressed as a dementor. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, they're not my cup of tea, but I, yeah, like I said, I can definitely. I feel like they're the pussycat dolls of metal. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there yeah. is someone listening right now getting so triggered. Going like, God, what's the not? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Absolutely. That's funny. 
Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, see, I like never, I never got that deep into like the the hardest music, and you're gonna laugh because you guys are into that music. The mm. hardest I ever went was a day to remember. <laughs> oh, a day to remember. That was uh, when I graduated. A day to remember was a bit of an anth- anthem. Right. Yeah. 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 What's the first song on the album with like the guy walking into all the tentacles and all the trees? Ah, uh, the downfall like that? of a soul. Like, That's da, it. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that, 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 I've experienced that. all this stuff through my girlfriend because she's like, she's a massive closet emo. Yeah. So she loves all that stuff. And she's just got into record collecting finally after like seven years of being together and her just like hating me, like talking about records nonstop. <laughs> it's like not even about music after her just hating me. And then yeah. you, just end, <laughs> you just end the sentence I feel there. Like you're like, we finally turned the corner after yeah. seven years. <laughs> you're like, but now she's, she's coming around, you know? Yeah. <laughs> have to keep her captive in the basement anymore (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah no so she's like trying to collect all her uh emo heritage on vinyl so what's that like the black parade and stuff Uh, yeah that That is the only album that really like you listen to it every time and i'm like this will always hold up to me the black parade is like i think is probably almost my favorite album of all time they were really uh, yeah Pretty. See, I'd say that's that's a notch on your guilty pleasure list for me. Oh, really? No, yeah. see, I genuinely back that as like, no, yeah. I could stand behind that and be like, this is good, like, you know, good lyrically. I think these guys are good musicians. And I'm happy to... But that's because I listen to trash. Yeah. Like, you know, that's because, like, I listen to, you know, music that objectively isn't good. Like, yeah. I guess, like, Blink-182. Uh, like, Blink, they're fun. I listen to fun music, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's not like amazing instrumentation it's four chord music like that's the thing though with like my chemical romance is like people who are into it are like they'll very you know they'll unpack it and be like this is yeah, why it's good exactly. it's not like it's sick like yeah i don't think like that the hits i was not like i think teenagers is their worst song like oh, it was the worst song on that album like yeah, the, the single i thought it. was the worst song yeah because that was like that weird like teenagers get yeah, it was just like uh what was the kind of what was the other the group that was around the same time was and it the used is it i remember oh the used. man there's so many uh and it was like panic at the disco oh dude they are like my second favorite band oh really yeah <laughs> i love them i i see I, I was a bit of a hater of that what was that um the big hit of theirs uh i write sins not tragedies like yeah. closing the goddamn door yeah yeah oh man i like, go see them i've gone seeing live live twice in the last four years oh really yeah i'll still go are they see Australian? Them. No, no, they're American. American. Chicago, right? Um, but that you probably would like their second album, pretty odd, like the the one that's like the 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 kind of sixties like inspired. So after they did their emo thing at first, they just went completely backflipped and released this like those folk songs on the album, right? Yeah, yeah. So there is a record that actual people who like music would probably enjoy because it's yeah. not it's not an emo i've never heard record. anything beyond the hits so yeah i didn't even enough. realize that they changed direction to be honest i didn't even realize N- they were still together N- now oh then it's just brendan the the main guy and yeah. then the other guys have left for now he just plays with a band and he goes under the name panic of the disco yeah oh, it's very okay. much a branding thing it's just him yeah, yeah. but um, they, they've gotten bigger like they're doing arenas now yeah right. yeah i went oh. and saw them at like rod laver arena because um you get that with some bands that but have like a really cheesy didn't you hear single. High Hopes last year? Like they had a single. Do you not, not listen to Oh, was that radio? Panic at the yeah, Disco? Yeah, High Hopes for a Living. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize that was Panic at the Disco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are still relevant, but I guess yeah. it's, it's just pop. 
yeah, music. That kind of had like a real R and B sound to it as well. Like a, yeah, yeah. I suppose that's the thing at the moment though. Like every R and B is like hip hop and R and B is like the most polarizing genre of music probably in existence. Yeah, like ever. Yeah, have to be. So I can understand how uh, bands that want to remain re- relevant on radio yeah. are taking that direction. Well, they've yeah, them and their ticket sales are going well. Good on them. But do you guys like get around like pop? Like me, like like like. Would you listen to Post Malone or not? Nah? No, I, I, I'm like curious I, about it. I don't like actually. I don't, hate on much. Yeah, I I don't like actively avoid like top forty. Yeah, I just find. That generally just boring. It just doesn't. Oh, it, I don't like, like the music. Doesn't I don't like the, the Ariana Grande, like Taylor Swift. The it's yeah. just like it might as well all be the same. Like like they yeah. could all like if Ariana Grande sung Love Story and that was her song and you know what I mean. Like it'd just be the same. You'd be mm. like, yeah, that's the same act. The one that I can't stand the most is Ed Sheeran. Like just just can't do it. Yeah. I, I I saw Ed live few years ago when he came and he did all those like arena shows yeah it was i was very impressed I, I i was like going in going like yeah i guess i like it and then he was just like no no backup band just mm. him and a loop pedal for yeah. an hour and a half in a stadium yeah. and it was great uh, he's i've, I've heard his performances yeah. are, are, are quality yeah, yeah it was really good like he builds the beats live and stuff and then he He's, yeah. he's very he, talented. Does he have a background as a street performer? Is that where they... Yeah, yeah, do. busking. Yeah, yeah right. that's how he started. Because who sense. just... Wasn't it like Jamie Foxx or someone who discovered him? Uh, Yeah, actually, you're right. Yeah, Jamie, yeah, Jamie Foxx Fox discovered him. Like, I got him a gig. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know. Jamie Foxx did music for a bit, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah he's, he's he really produces talented, yeah. music as well. He's very, uh, he doesn't make a big song and dance about it, but... Right. Um, pun not intended, but um, he... He's uh, a great singer. Yeah. I didn't know that. I knew he, did, he had a brief stint. I kind of thought it was like a the, Will Smith. He like Ed Sheeran was living on Jamie Foxx's couch for a yeah, period of yeah, time. Yeah, he as well, really apparently. obviously believed in him. Yeah, There's, there seems to be like a, um, I wouldn't say that like loop artists are popular because people don't go looking for like loop artists and stuff like that and like street performers. But it seems like we're in a day and age now where like street performers and people who had like had their beginnings as loop artists or use loop pedals. Yeah, are like becoming really, really. Well, popular. if you're a solo act and you want to make a song, that's I guess is the only way to do it. And yeah. obviously, the the technology is so accessible now. It's like that's what it. fifty bucks to buy a loop pedal or something. So yeah, I mean, like Tash Sultana is a good example. I was about to say, yeah. you know, she's like you know the, the um, big one at the moment for. But it was like quite frowned upon. For, it probably still is, I guess. Like with you know people who are purists and and all that, but yeah, like using loop pedals and. All that kind of stuff was for some reason I don't understand it, but um, yeah, it was like like frowned upon among among musicians, and yeah. everyone's like, "Oh, what's this?" And they're like, "Oh, yeah, it's just like a loop artist," and like, "Oh, whatever, that's crap." But it's seems kind of like the like you know how like people give prop comic shit, you know, yeah. like like it seems kind of like that of the music world. Yeah, it's like, exactly. oh, you're a hack or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, and it's, there's no truth to it at all. Like, it still takes talent to to, to yeah. do that. So yeah. I can't yeah. think of. A prop comic that like I'm a huge fan of. I can't even. But think I, of don't have, I don't. I don't have. I don't have anything. <laughs> yeah. that oh, I would, I would say Jason Byrne is a. Have you seen him? The guy nah. like he's an absurdist. You know, always comes out with like, you know, with some kind of prop or crowd work stunt or. Yeah. You know, so I guess I, yeah, I can't even think of a prop comic. Yeah. Carrot top. What's Carrot that? top. Oh yeah, yeah. He's the he's American that, he, one. So, you surely you know who Carrot top is, right? So. 
Like I have, I, I can't, I can't say I've ever him. seen any of his work. He's like a nineties was his time, right? Uh, I think two thousands. Two thousands. Yeah, you might be right, but he might have started in the nineties. But I, I only know of him through like pop culture references and stuff like that. Like say episodes of Family Guy and right. what what have you. But he's like this frizzy orange, like mop headed, weird ass looking dude. He started out doing like prop comedy with like you know, I don't know, random shit on stage. And sort of gathered a minor cult following, and then, um, at some point, like he he got bitten by the Hollywood bug and ended up like getting all this like really horrible plastic surgery done on his face, and he got into like bodybuilding. <laughs> so he was he's a pro, he's a frizzy orange haired prop comic, and then he comes out on stage and he's like built like the Hulk, and he's got this like disfigured face from like. Plastic surgery. Jesus Christ. Uh, it's, it's not a recipe for good comedy. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, I'm just being shown a photo now. If I see that guy coming oh towards me with a, bit, with a giant mallet, I'm running out the door. He looks like if Hulk Hogan, Lindsay Lohan, and Michael Jackson had a baby. <laughs> and look, that would be the he result. He looks like he swallowed the souls of those, those three yeah. people. Yeah. Like, he's, he's like... He's, that's his final form, basically. And that's not a good final form. <laughs> like, like that's, that's no one aspires to come out. I want to be the product of Hulk Hogan, <laughs> a convicted pedophile, and Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I, yeah. I want, well, I want to look her, Herbie fully fucking loaded. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So I've never heard of that person or seen that person before. <laughs> yeah, well, there, now, there you go. I've just enriched your life. <laughs> like my, I feel like I'm... I'm disappointed now that I've, you know, everyone's going, how was Perth? Hey, I learned a new shit thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Carrot top. Yeah. 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 Speaking of shit things, Luke, oh, yeah, you know, here we it's go. time to share. Well, here's the thing, as you guys have been, people listening have probably already figured out, like I, like I was like, I wouldn't even, you guys were like, oh, Panic at the Disco, like that sucks. They're my second favorite band. So <laughs> my guilty pleasure is like, so like, oh man, we've set the bar we low. We should have just asked you to name all your favorite bands so yeah, we could break you That's the thing. You should have been like, just give me a Spotify. And I would have been, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, obviously I think that whole genre is a guilty pleasure for me because I do listen to other music a lot. Like I enjoy Tame Impala and stuff like that. But I, I guess I always just fall back on like, because when I was in year nine and stuff, that's all I listened to. It was like Fall Out Boy, Blink-182, you know, Sum 41, like there's that pop punk. I was like a pop punk kid, you know, I was wearing van shirts everywhere mm. for a bit. I actually like tried to learn how to skateboard just so I could like be more enriched in the culture <laughs> of being a fucking loser. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I would say like the lowest I ever got in that genre, like like the, this is like when I hit rock bottom of like Aussie pop punk kid was like when I found myself like checking out Short Stack's like latest album. <laughs> like, and I, and I think I I, that's when I really had to start looking like. into it and I was like, this is no longer acceptable. <laughs> and I, I like how, um, I don't know about you guys, but like when emo started to become a little bit tacky, like, cause obviously yeah. it was like super cool for ages. And then when it kind of tapered off, like short stack became like an insult. So like yeah. if you saw someone walking down the street with like, you know, eyeliner and, a, and an emo mop, you'd be like, check out short stack over there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and like, and I'd never really, 
But that's the thing, like they're they're not they're not there, right? You could good on them, you know. They're they're from Australia. I don't want to trash them, but good on them. They're <laughs> successful. Stack is the new black. Yeah, which now would be a racist title. Like <laughs> that would they wouldn't even be able to like release that anymore. Yeah, I remember this logo now. Shimmy okay. Gogo and like uh, what? Remember Sway Sway Baby? Like, no, like I didn't what? like that album. So I thought the one they did after when they cut their hair and shit. Uh, that country where they were like, yeah, like what planet are you? And I was on the radio and stuff. Like that was I listened to that a few times. I'd say yeah. that's the lowest I stooped. They struck me as like the equivalent of like One Direction for the oh for, for sure the yeah punk, yeah and uh, even world like I, I've even since like because I was just fascinated like I've also like listen to five seconds of summer since they've gotten big just because i was like they were my age and i was like oh that's interesting that they're from australia and they've just blown up like these guys from the suburbs in sydney i just think that's a cool story yeah but i i don't they're 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 all right but they're just pop you know it's i I see the appeal i'm like good on them they've got 15 year old girl fans and they're raking it in and 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 money by the way money And uh, yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, that's sweet. So I, I do get around stuff like that, but not not anymore, I yeah. guess. But but I do still like unironically enjoy listening to Blink One Eighty Two and like yeah. was that considered uncool in your circles, Blink? Uh, man, when I went to high school, I was the one that was considered uncool. Like in all honesty, because like everyone was emo except like oh, I knew we were just listening to other shit. Yeah, I was like, I just had long hair because I just thought that was so <laughs> cool. Because like I was like. First time I'd ever heard like swearing, and I just remember like I was like, these guys are just like, this yeah. is revolutionary. I, I, lo- I love Blink One Eighty Two growing yeah. up, though. Like when, I, especially like through primary school, man, I was massively into Blink. Like, yeah, every, yeah, every kid was. It was like, but Blink um, was like kind of like punk and surf and all that like kind of thing. It was a bit it, more yeah, every, everyone liked them. Like, yeah, you know, and so I, I still don't mind. Yeah, they're link. good. I think yeah, they're one of the other ones that also, I mean, not their newer stuff, but like they're one of the ones we go back and listen. It's like, yeah, I, I get why I like this and it's yeah. still, still yeah. fun to listen to. But like Good Charlotte and stuff, like I go back and listen to that and I'm like, this isn't good. Good Charlotte's not on the as list. quality. Hey. Yeah, it's yeah. not as good. Like, and, yeah. and I, but I remember I used to love them. And yeah. and I think Fallout Boy are actually still quite good because Patrick Stump's got an awesome voice. So I think there's some Fallout Boy stuff that holds up just because yeah. he's actually quite a talented vocalist. Not, you know, the rest of the bands, you know. I don't think yeah. Pete Wentz is the best bassist in the world. But, <laughs> um, yeah, so there's stuff like that, which, yeah, I guess that's all on my list. But then I also have, like, you know, like, I just got so invested in this. I don't think a lot of people understand. I, I got, like, I talked to, I did a podcast about it on my own podcast a few weeks ago, and we talked about it pop punk for an hour and a half. Because, like, I just, it was my life for, like, five years. I was playing in school bands before I started comedy, and, like I, I, I think I saw this clip. Yeah, yeah. like I listened to. It. I at one point, like I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna check out Avril Lavigne," you know, because it was Man, just a was place in the genre I'd never gone. Boy. Yeah, like that stuff, and because I came in and obviously very late, it was a bit tacky. Like it's, <laughs> but yeah, I remember that. I remember when that single when that single dropped. <laughs> but that's kind of shit like, that uh, is cool at parties. It's fun to. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's it was like a, nostalgia. Yeah, yeah and like it was, I was primary school age as well, so like, you know, and it was, yeah, no one had heard anything like that before. Skater yeah. boy, and like, you know, it was like a girl was, being like pop, I guess punk, which what wasn't. That pu- was probably the first punk. time I remember like a chick being like being you know, like, yeah, I can do what I want. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 
yeah, and my I was really impressed is... with the spelling of Skater Boy as well. <laughs> yeah. Number eight. She was very ahead of the text lingo time. Literally every ten year old. <laughs> she set the precedent. Every ten year old in the world when they saw like the skate, the eight, they and were boy like, "Boy was spelled like, like B O I." Genius. Fuck, that's yeah. so good. Mind blown. Exactly. And now like that's the spelling of like the longest year boy ever. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, my girlfriend's huge into Avril Lavigne. Like, oh, still, 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 still loves her. Oh, she doesn't chuck her on in the car or anything like that. But she'll yeah. like put her on as a throwback kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. actually. Not that, uh, not that um, not that I'm into Nickelback, but uh, there this, we go. She's married to Chad. That's Kroger, right. That yeah, right? yeah. Which, oh, is she another, was. which could be considered uh, another pretty more. guilty pleasure. She was like, also with the guy from Sum Forty One for a bit, or maybe she's with Chad now. She was with the lead singer of Sum Forty One for a bit. I didn't realize that. As well. Yeah. Whatever happened to Sum Forty One? They stissed around the dude had like a big drug problem and now they're kind of back. That's right. Yeah. I remember seeing That's, photos of him and he was like rake thin. The last like, album I listened to of theirs was Screaming Bloody Murder and it was good. Strong. Yeah. 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 They were, so it's like, because now that every, like everyone who grew up, like when emo was at, at, at the yeah. height. Um, they're all oh, hitting, the way, hitting them sorry, into late um, 20s now. It probably come through on, on that, on the, oh, sorry. on the feed. Sorry. I That's didn't want to disrupt, but yeah, continue. Sorry. Um, Everyone who who grew up listening to it was like high school age when the emo phase was like you know massive. They're all hitting like mid to late twenties now. So, yeah. what do you do when you're in your mid to late twenties? Often you like go back and listen to the music you were listening to in yeah. high school. So yeah, like there seems to be like a bit of a revival, like a sort of Definitely. a mini revival of emo at the moment. Like there, I even saw like I think it's Jackrabbit's Limbs or like one of those venues are doing like an oh snap like. Revival. Yeah, O Snap was this huge event back in the day in Perth because like back then there was even fewer venues to go see live music. Yeah, right. it, it live music was all. few and far between. You could go watch a cover band any night of the week, but yeah, you couldn't go see original music anywhere. So O Snap was this night where it was like pretty much everyone just fresh out of high school would go. And uh, it was all, you know, bands covering Blink and... Oh, that was like, we went to Melbourne called Bang. It was like a pop punk nightclub. Exactly the same. Yeah, Yeah, like cheap cheap drinks. And like, they used to have like the the local kind of up and coming, like pop punk bands in the scene, like come. And I one time went and saw Kiss Chasey. It was there. They did a return show. Like like they got back. I think together they f- did that for, for one show. One. Yeah, I think they I did think a they tour. Did too, yeah. yeah, and I went to the one in Melbourne, and that was honestly sick. I love Kiss Chasey. Do you remember Sugar Army? What was, what was I that? remember the name Sugar Army. They were they they were another like MySpace band. Yeah. Right? Um, but they were like up and coming, and then I knew that they weren't up and coming anymore because they played at my high school one time. Yes, I had a band come play at my high school, and oh, I just remember losing all respect. Yeah. Kind of like, why? Like, you don't here? pander to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's I think there's two two venues that you can't play if you're a band. One of them is a high school and the other is a Westfield shopping center. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. uh I worked at JB Hi Fi for a little while many years ago. And I remember when I was working there, uh Delta Goodrum was performing in the yeah. shopping center and they ordered in all these CDs and Fucking none of them went. Yeah, <laughs> that was like that's what you know, your career is and like barely anywhere. Then she was like, "Quick, put me on as as a judge on the what is was she on the Voice?" I think yeah. so. I heard a rumor a while back that apparently she wanted to do a stadium tour of uh, Australia, and some promoter had to kind of say like, "Oh, I don't know if you'll 
sell yeah. out stadiums. It's like, hey, try and sell out a 300 seater first before you book an arena. <laughs> she can play the cafe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Delta, if you want to. Actually, Come I don't on. know if you guys ever came across this video on YouTube, but it's super cringeworthy if you're into cringy stuff. And it's, um, I can't remember the guy's name, but you remember Savage Garden, right? Yeah. What was the singer's name? Daniel something? Must be. I just I know remember. the song Affirmation. Like, I believe in... <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. I remember that song. <laughs> yeah. Everyone remembers that song, but... That's the one where he's like singing about, you know, the ideal lifestyle. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But there's a video where, and this is like well post Savage Garden as well. So at least 10 years after they had had a major hit. And he's walking around the streets. I think it's in America. So he might live in the US at the moment. And he's got a cameraman and, and he's holding a microphone. He's just walking up to random people like going, oh, hey, how you going? Like, do you recognize me? You're like, do you remember Savage Garden? And everyone's just like, uh, I don't remember. I don't know who you are. And like everyone he asks. And they uploaded it. Yeah, they uploaded it. Yeah. It's really like, it's bizarre, man. I don't know what, like, and I don't like know. not whether, even trying to be like self-deprecating for points. Or I anything. don't know whether he was trying to be funny <laughs> or whether he was, yeah, I don't know. But it's, I love like as a, cause I like watch so much comedy. I think it's, there is this weird area sometimes in music and music videos where bands try and go for humor yeah and sometimes they just completely miss the mark well and he's like, not a funny just guy stick to music like yeah. it's what you're yeah. good at yeah the i think the the thing is the the ironically lazy music video where they just like film it in their backyard and they're like dancing around and stuff and it looks like shit and they're like haha like you know yeah. so cheap and it's kind of like it's a bit hacky now like I suppose it's just been done to death isn't yeah. that like all of Violent Soho's film clips? <laughs> <laughs> I've watched yeah. a few of those garage ones where they're like, let's get a guy to skate through fire. <laughs> that, <laughs> that'll look sick in slow-mo. <laughs> I can picture it in my head now. Yeah. Uh, Violent, I do love Violent Soho though. Oh, they're great. Yeah, I've they're just awesome. they do they are that like garage kind of punk like like that. It's cool. I think it's and they're I, all I skating like, with their, their Queenslander rugby yeah, shirts. Yeah, I, I think that's... I love the, the, what uh, Triple J has done for music Yeah, in general. Liam's heading off now. It's so weird that you didn't say goodbye. You just got up. Oh, I was going to... Goodbye, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like the weirdest way to leave is to slink out of your chair and then go, all right, I'm just going to go now. Because <laughs> <laughs> imagine if we hadn't have acknowledged it, then you would have just would have been like... <laughs> You just sort of like, you just, it's like, man, Liam, just shut, shut the fuck up for the rest of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gareth, do you want to sit in? Come on. Gareth's coming in. Yeah. Round of applause for Gareth, Gareth, everyone. Gareth, welcome. What's your guilty pleasures? You, you Have you had a... You just have to pull the mic closer to you. Um. You just start. All right. Um, well, we were talking about Blink-182 before. That got me thinking about Slum 41. And, um, yeah, like, when you're probably 15, all you want to listen to is just, like, angsty, a little bit of screaming. Yeah. A little bit of, like, oh, my heart's broken. Yep. Like, so Blink-182, I put that on the other week. It's just like, yeah. Actually, listening to your podcast, I started playing it at work. Yeah. And I was just, like. A lot of people, like, message me after that podcasts is it about email and stuff um 
yeah, they, they were like, man, I, like I started listening back to all that shit this week and I felt like I was in a time capsule. Like, Literally felt like I was 15 again. Yeah. Hey? I was like, oh, why does no one love me? You were just like, let's go. First date. And you're like, I've been on heaps of dates. It's so funny, isn't it? Like looking back, I think I brought it up on that podcast that I was listening to that song by Simple Plan, I'm Just a Kid. And it's like, I'm just Keys a kid there, and life is a nightmare. And I remember actually thinking when I was a kid, I was like, yeah, man, this guy gets me. And then you grow up and you're like, that guy what? wasn't a kid. He yeah. was 30. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I'm just a kid and life is a nightmare. And I'm like, dude, you have probably have a mortgage. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, you think your world's caving in at 15. And yeah. you're just like going to school and you're like, oh, this music gets me. That's yeah. what I'm yeah. about. You start, yeah, like you walk into school. I remember one day I walked in and I was like, and you're just like in your headphones. It's like, do you ever feel like breaking down? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, that's me. <laughs> I was like, I hate humanities and English. Yeah. Fuck, that's so funny, man. That that, And I think a lot of people listening to this will be like, yeah, I've been there. Like like everyone, everyone listened to that music. Oh, and no. I was just the guy who never left. Yeah. Yeah. I don't listen to like the trashy side of it anymore. Like I'll, I'll just put on like my real, my, my, you know, my, my, my actual favorites. I also listen to a lot of rap. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but it's like just the white boy, Eminem, you yeah. know, like just mainstream shit. Guilty pleasure for me is probably Kodak Black. Oh uh, yeah. See, I've not, I, I know the name. Kodak Black. Because Chris D'Elia like used to. Oh, right. I know all it the time. from Chris D'Elia's podcast. Yeah. Maybe. It's kind of like spoken word meets like mumble rap yeah and it's just horrendous but the beat just gets you jumping sometimes and you just gotta go with it but the thing is those guys like the mumble rappers like little pump that, and stuff yeah they they a lot of the time this thing is genius i'm like good on them they know they know they know they suck oh yeah yeah definitely. but they're self-aware of it people love it because of the beat but it's not even a lot of the time them doing the beat they've got a producer doing the beat yeah. so they're, they're just like kind of this they're character. just like just dye your dreadlocks pink and go oh, and then that's a career most of Kodak's like songs don't even rhyme. They're, there's no like lyrical flow. There's no like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like done. why do I like this? But I do. It's yeah. terrible. Is but it it's just great. guy doing like slam poetry over Pretty a beat? Much. Yeah. Like power. Yeah. Where's it at? Violence. Hello. <laughs> Goodbye. And then just like speed that up. Yeah. And, and then it, the, and much. then but then just like something random in like crayons. Yeah. You know like <laughs> yeah. and then you listen to it. You're like I think I get it. I think <laughs> one of his one of his lyrics is like I made a million off selling socks. Uh, <laughs> what? Okay. It's like, right. did you ever sell a sock? Though? Definitely not. No. Dude Definitely. might be like Tom Elliott. We've got a mate who sells shoelaces. <laughs> That's not a business you ever think about. Yeah, but it's a clever one. He does it well. Like they like tight because he's a skater. Yeah, right. and he sells them, and he's always got them in his car, so he's always ready for a sale. And they, yeah, he gets them tie-dyed and everything. They look great. I've never thought like, man, I'd love some custom shoelaces. Yeah, they, yeah. they you know actually what this really shoes good, missing? Yeah. It's got a big range. <laughs> tie-dyed shoelaces. You know who's probably so rich? The person in the world who invented this, you know, the little hard bit that goes over the end of the shoelace yeah. so you can thread it through? Whoever invented that, I bet you they're like on a yacht somewhere right now. <laughs> and so these are always the richest people in the world. Yeah, I, there was a documentary. the shit that you use every day. You just never think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, Matt, Matt O'Kine has a great bit about it, about the guy who invents the uh, sushi. I was just about yeah. to say that. Yeah. It's like the best example of it. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know the little, the, the little fish that you get your soy sauce in? The soy in? sauce ones, yeah. yeah. The guy who, who was like, oh, he has a bit where you're like, oh, the guy who said, oh, we should put a little fish. It's just like so fuck off rich just right balling. now. 
I think the I love biggest Matt O'Kine. He's he great. He's really funny. Sorry, go. The uh, the biggest landowner in New Zealand, the business toilet paper, started up a toilet, really? pa- toilet paper factory before anyone else was in New Zealand, and they just pumped it out. Everyone you know what? shits. That that was literally that was a guy going like, I poo a fair bit. Yep. <laughs> oh, I know my mate poos a fair bit. <laughs> I, I should I should profit. But out it would have been just like poo. leaves and fucking tissues back then, because I think they would have started in probably the, what. When was New Zealand colonized? 1850, maybe? Yeah, he probably just made it for himself yeah. one day, and he was like, this is a bit of all right, eh? Yeah. New Zealand's this mate goes up. over for a barbie, and then he's like, goes to the toilet, and he's like... Hey, so are people what? just what? using, like, rags and... I know we're completely off the topic of music been. at this it point. It's, uh, yeah, it's a very loose podcast. Yeah, so it's, it like, it's it pretty loose. Up. Sometimes we talk about buttholes uh, <laughs> <laughs> and poos. We'll, well, bring, yeah. we'll bring it around to the butthole surface somehow. Yeah. Right. Back then, people were wearing like trousers that were made of sandpaper, though. So imagine what the quality of your toilet paper was. Yeah, oh, if you could nail a leaves. good toilet paper, like that would be a luxury item. In the yeah. same way that like an iPhone is now. Maybe you just had to duck down to the river, chuck a squat, and yep. then flick up a bit of. Yeah, just <laughs> you know, handmade bidet. Yeah. <laughs> and if it's, you know, if the rapids yeah. are gone, it's a good day. You yeah. don't have to do much. Speaking of shit, um, <laughs> <laughs> we can get back to my music. Oh, no. <laughs> no, we don't have to. <laughs> it's um, all the same. My music, yeah. you, like, people get it by now. I just, every single shit pop punk band you've ever heard of, I've listened to and enjoyed throughout yeah. the years. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else, like, I was, you know, tragically. Did you have five written down? You only said, like, two before. Do you have yeah, more yeah, written got, down? Got, I want to yeah, hear more of yours. Uh, the first album I played on my Walkman, Green Day, American Idiot. Oh, oh see, that yeah. was the first album I really got into as well. Mm. That, that my we first shared. one was, yeah. The it's probably why I'm Charlotte. so, like, broken inside, just listening to that. Yeah. Growing up as a kid, just like, oh, wow, the world's so cold. It's you know, so funny, though, when you're like, you're, like, nine years old and there's these, like, dudes singing about American politics and you're like, I, I understand this. Yeah, <laughs> You're just like, this speaks to me on it. <laughs> it shouldn't <laughs> at all. Yeah, and you're just like American Idiot and Holiday and all that. Yep. And you're yeah. living this like super When political. September ends is basically Saint just Jimmy. like, like depression just like blows through the town. You know, that <laughs> album. Dude, Boulevard of Broken Dreams is a track. Yeah. It is. That is yep. such a good song. That whole album is brilliant. Like yeah. a, lo- a lot of people, the, the purists of Green Day say like, oh, that was the first album where they, you know, sucked. Oh, fuck but off. American Idiot is great. Like I stopped listening to it for many years and then- like not out of choice, just you know, exploring other music, and then I went back probably, yeah, ten years after I like was last super into it, and I put it on like pretty ironically, yep. and I was like, "Not nah, fuck, this is actually really good." Still, it's, it's actually great. Yeah, I appreciate no, I, it for now that I'm so much more informed about music and such. I appreciate it on such another, you know, in another you know level level or layer of yeah. it or whatever. So. Yeah. I have yeah. no understanding of music at all, but I just enjoy you're the just sad like, sounds. Oh, this, yeah. is, uh, this makes me <laughs> feel something. <laughs> That's why you like Kodak Black. You're yep, just like, definitely. I don't know what he's talking about, but that it's makes something. Me jump. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one that I was tragically obsessed with was the Linkin Park and Jay Z Collision Course, oh. which was uh, Numb yep. and uh, what was the Jay Z Encore? Thank They're you. Probably two encore. Best songs Do ever you made. want more? Yeah, I love them. I yeah. love like. Yeah. Everyone had that on the single. Remember when they used to do singles on CDs? Yeah. yeah. Everyone had that single with their Kmart 
CD player stack that was, you know, yeah. about that yeah. big. That always gets bedroom. played at like nightclubs and stuff still, like in it parties and stuff. DJs drop yeah. that all the time. It must be in a certain key or something like that. Yeah. There, there's certain songs that are in certain keys that are very like mixable into other ones. Right. Because I like looked up like DJ theory a little while back. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that if it's in, I can't remember, you know, the exact key, but there's some songs that are in some keys that are very adaptable. And so they, they kind of keep them in a bank of like in between songs. Yep. And so I would imagine that's Maybe probably that's why. One. Yeah. It's a good song. That came on uh, two days ago. I was at Scarborough uh, Beach eating with my parents. And we're at this like more of like a young person's bar, one of the places on the corner there. Right. And, um, oh, probably just Sandbar? opposite the skate park. Is it Sandbar? Yeah. It's got like surfboards and stuff up in it. Yeah. yeah. I think that's And Sandbar, then yeah. that song came on and my dad's like, oh, this is crap. Rap, rap's just, just crap. I was like, Dad, you know, he's pretty pretty popular. Like, you know, Jay-Z, he's probably one of the biggest. Yeah. He's like, no one even likes this. I'm like, well, arguably <laughs> people do. And then he's like, he's like, oh, let me guess. He goes, I bet you like Eminem as well. And I was like, well, yeah, he's also <laughs> very successful. He goes, he's not relevant anymore. And I'm like, Dad, he just sold out oh the God. MCG, in <laughs> which is 100,000 yep. people, right? And then he's like, oh. and then he goes, yeah, well, mate, Hitler filled arenas as well. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and b- both Hitler and Eminem uh, both, try- both tried to be artists, but only one succeeded. Yeah. So, you know, uh, if, if Eminem hadn't have uh, got big, then, you know, he might have become the next Hitler. So thank fuck for Dr. Yeah. Drake. Everyone you who know? bought those tickets. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he try to get into art school or something and they rejected him? Yeah, that was Hitler. Is it Hitler or Eminem? Hitler. Yeah, 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 it was a painter. Yeah, and then that was kind of someone like trashed him, and like, and that's kind of where you know some theorists believe a lot of his rage, you know, stemmed from. Back to horrible music. Yeah. Yeah. Did anyone get as kind of soft spoken as me and enjoy the plain white tees? I remember the Doing band. Like, I don't like remember the track. Oh, is that um, Hey There, Delilah? Yep. Yeah, that ad. Oh, came, right. Yeah, yeah. Came out of a shopping center and I actually turned around to my girlfriend. This was like probably in the last week. And I was like, this song makes me sad. Yeah, I could probably yeah. sing that whole thing. It was in like right a shop. Still. It was in like <laughs> Kmart or something. And I was like, I think I want to leave. <laughs> like, it just made me miserable. And I was like, this poor guy. Like, this poor... yeah, no, nah, yeah. I wasn't a fan. Do no, the Kmarts definitely... in Melbourne have the whole like, um, uh, the came same. up mum culture going on now yeah they're Dude, all the I walked same. into the one up in June lot which is like WA's premier yeah. shopping centre I walked in and I'm not even joking it was like something out of like a, a movie set and I walked in and there's like you know pump and like yoga style music going or you know active wear kind of music and there was like mums with prams and coffees in active wear everywhere and they're chatting to each other across the aisle and i was like i thought i was in their club and i like felt rude just being there <laughs> right and it was it was fascinating they've fully embraced the kmart mum culture yeah. and uh yeah they're pumping out so much active wear now mm. like they're trying to keep Dude, they're pumping like, out everything they're like if it can be made in a sweatshop we'll sell we'll it. it you know Homewares. I think I bought a shirt wear. there for three bucks the other day. Yeah, that is evil. Yeah. For supporting that. Yeah. It is. Yeah. That is being made How by a five year old. Yeah. Yeah. Whip the kids to work faster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, this took a turn. I thought <laughs> I ruined the vibe with the Hitler gag, but uh, you've just really, yeah. once again, stooped somehow lower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, You know what? Uh, 
Oh, I was thought of something. It was like a another guilty pleasure. I don't know, like, I don't know. I just, I just think my whole life has been a guilty pleasure <laughs> musically. Yeah. I think um, I really, I think a lot of people are uh, trash the Chili Peppers. I brought them up before with that. I think a I lot like of people are anti Chili Peppers. Yeah, though. I don't know are. why. Never bought an album as a kid, but I probably had maybe four or five singles. Yeah. Tunes I would have bought. Played a good doll seventy four mh. And was one of them like Snow? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Eww. Under the bridge. I I don't know why they're considered like a. I don't think many people do, but some people, particularly like musos, like consider them like a hacky band. I'm not sure why. Yeah. yeah I don't know either. I genuinely just think they're great. I think they are great. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. And maybe like funk rock's just not cool. Yeah, maybe it got done to death at the time or something like that in there. What are your thoughts on that like weird nineties phase of music where you know that was that weird period in time where I think we were all trying to move on from the eighties. We're like, all right, that's done. And then humanity was like, Ooh, and it was like that early two thousands bit as well. Right. Where it was like, like after oh, grunge. What and about everything. Yeah, like Nirvana happened and like that's good. But what's next? And then they were like, Ooh, B boys, fly girls, put your head. And everyone was like, no. Everyone was like, like no. The, the pop, like when no. club yeah, became was like, like pop, a popular. The, it thing. was like almost when like pop music was really, really starting to like change. Just before from, so fresh. Yeah, just like I, I had this band, this album called Top of the Pops. It was a two thousands version of. It was the t- literally the year two thousand version of. So fresh, and it had like, do you remember the hamster damps on it? I think it you like, know that song you just sung. I think that's the one that Boom Liam Funk was talking MC. about before that got sampled. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure okay. that's the Boney M sample. Yeah, I think. okay, yeah. maybe. Because um, there was this album I had, and it was just, and I've I've gone back and listened to it, and it was bizarre. It had B Boys Fly Girls by Boom Funk MC. It had the hamster damps. Uh, do, do you remember? Oh, that? I forgot. You know, like before yes. the Crazy Frog. Like school disco. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was man. the original Crazy Frog. Yeah. It had um that boot scooting baby on it. My boots. Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah, Cotton Eye. It was just one of the most bizarre albums of all time. It's all bad. It's like year three, four, five. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was a shitty song that happened like year six, seven disco for me. Like a G6. (laughs) Every single disco was like, like I was like, shut up. Yeah. This is bad music. Yeah. Yeah. But that was that weird part in 2000 where music just took a turn. Yeah. And it wasn't for the better. Like, obviously, some good stuff came out of it. You know, there was like, what, Oasis? They had ones, trying two to think songs. of albums that I love from the early 2000s. You can't. But, uh, Queens of the Stone Age released their like iconic well, songs of the death well, that, back then. There was good stuff like Blink were putting out yeah. albums, up, but not in like that pop. There's no not good in the pop, pop music. Yeah. I'm going to look up their There's track always redeeming, album. R- redeeming, uh, you know, artists of each genre and time period and everything, but I can't really think of one. Uh, maybe. Chemical Brothers were pretty popular yeah, in the true. early 2000s, and they're they're great. And Fatboy Slim, mm-hmm. Fatboy Slim was a was an icon of that time. Dude, I'm looking at the track listing of this album I was talking about. I don't even know. I know one song off it now, like Yellow by Coldplay. <laughs> Dude, this is like kind a, of the time when everyone was just trying to pump out singles. Not yeah, so like albums. Daft Punk were just, just beginning. Like, let's a, yeah, let's get a pop track going. Let's get in the charts. Because, like, not so much for the consumer, but digital distribution was becoming yep. a thing for radio stations and all that. So it was kind of like, why are we banking up things into albums? Let's just 
put them into singles and yep. send them out that oh, way. Yeah. But then, oh, remember the Venga boys? Like, boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. That, mm-hmm. oh, that one got played yeah. through high yeah. school as well, though, at parties, and I hated Jesus. it. Oh, but, remember Eiffel 65? Yeah. I'm, I'm blue. blue. Oh. I sent that in an Instagram direct now, to a mate yesterday. <laughs> oh, God. Are you... um? Are you team if I was green I would die or yabba dee dabba die? Yabba dee dabba die. What is the lyric? Is it oh. yabba dee dabba die or is it green I would die? We can we can one of I would say one of the most argued yabba things dee, of all yabba time. Yabba dee yabba die. I'm gonna say yabba dee yabba die. Should I look it up? Yeah, look it up. But I mean, I hopefully Eiffel sixty five. I think have it. is it is genius the the go to lyric database these days. I'm What's the blue. Because I remember lyrics. when I was like in high school and I would look up lyrics and there were so many lyric sites. Back Why are we in the looking day? up? Just and so you can post them on your Facebook and be deep. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You, you, you nailed it. Yeah. I yeah. used to post stuff like, hello there, the angel from my nightmare, oh. the shadow <laughs> in the background. And everyone yeah. was like, wow, four <laughs> likes. <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to I used to do that in the days when that you would put that as your MSN messenger, uh, you know, Status, not not your name, but your status. Or like, your do you ever get into using MSN Messenger? Quote. Yeah, coolies, man, in their squiggly writing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah, <laughs> BRB, and then the little thing goes and runs out yeah. of the thing. GTG. Like, imagine reading back the transcript of those conversations oh. like now you're just going like you're talking to each other in like code you're like be i like like it was so hard to just type <laughs> yeah and then people would make like a group chat and they'd add in like 50 randoms and you'd probably know like three people in the group yeah. Yeah. just watching this kind of like shit show just <laughs> unfold and they'd have all eyes. the winks which were the animations that would layer yeah. over and they'd be like the the hand knocking on the glass of your monitor and be like ding 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 i remember it was like considered cool like to to just like come home from school and jump straight on oh yeah, yeah. MSN, on MSN and you just like do like you wouldn't really do anything like you just message people who you already spoke to yeah. earlier in the day at school you'd be like what are you doing they're like nothing what about you it's like nah, just doing like two minute shit. noodles <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's crazy uh it is i just looked it up it is dabba dee dabba die ah. ah so not even yabba dee they were dabbing yeah. before it was a thing <laughs> yeah Wow. I was about to say they were dabbing before it was cool, but I don't think it ever was. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I think um, my year seven MSN quote would probably have been 50 cent track. Yeah. Probably just would have been 50 cent lyrics. What, you're just it. writing shit like I in just, the club? Yeah, like <laughs> get money, die trying. Like. Yeah. Or like, like, get money, die trying as you roll up to your like part-time job at a fish and chip yeah. shop. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you know, getting that bread. <laughs> It's like literally, I work at a bakery now. <laughs> yeah, or you'd post all like your fucking six mates, and they'd all have like an emoji after them, you know? And it would be like you're like one of the boys if you made it into their quote for their messenger. Yeah. No one else. No one else tagged their mates in their quotes. And you're like MSN. You could like share your. Ah. Uh, in the same thing, you'd put your music quotes and whatever. Heaps of people would be like, my best mates are. Jack Tom. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. It. yeah. That was like yeah. after was MySpace, MySpace Top 5, wasn't it? I think it was it? before my, MySpace Top 5. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. I, I never had MySpace. I came in to... Neither. I didn't use MySpace all that much. H- how old are you guys? I'm 26. And how old are you? 21. Right. So you wouldn't have had MySpace either. You're too, too young. Yeah, I, I came in... Some of my friends had it, but not all of them. So then they came in... The only friends of mine who had MySpace were the kids who like had shit parents. And they let them get it when they were like 10, yeah. you know? Yeah. So like the ones who parents kind of supervised it maybe to like 12, we all missed out. And, and then the Facebook became a thing. So everyone just had Facebook. 
Yeah. Like I remember Facebook was onwards. uncool because you couldn't customize it. You could. You couldn't customize it. It was like a white thing. Because remember, it was just like yeah, a white My face was all about like, like yeah, back show my personality. personality. Like GIFs and, yeah. you know. Did you, did you ever get into, uh, was it Pixo? What's that? It was, this, it was kind of like MySpace, but you could code HTML on it. Oh, and no, it was right. user-friendly, so, like, they had all, like, everyone was on it. But that was, like, year seven, year eight for me. Was and this like, when people were kind of selling MySpace themes to other people? No. Pixar was its own social network, but it was kind of like if you had a... You know that Simpsons episode where Homer makes a website and it's got, like, the dancing Jesus and all that shit on it yeah. and just, like, it's overloaded with animations? That's Pixar. This is going to blow your mind. I'm that guy. You don't watch the Simpsons? Never seen a whole Simpsons episode. No the entire shit. way through. Man, okay, there's a lot to unpack here because, yeah. Gareth, <laughs> no, no, it's, we've it's, talked it's about this. It's very interesting. Like, it it's, is interesting. And it's so bizarre because I'm so into comedy and stuff as right, well. Right, yeah, yeah. And it's just, I, it's not that I really wasn't, I definitely wasn't allowed to watch it when I was really young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, obviously, when I got older, I just- Didn't care for I it. I just wasn't interested. I tried it and I was like, I get it. It's kind of funny. Yeah. I like Family Guy more. Right. Because it was funnier, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It was intended to be funnier. Family Guy. Yeah. yeah. I think Family Guy was kind of aimed at maybe four years older. Yeah, but I've also never watched South Park properly either. And I know that's a great show. Like, I know the writing is Yeah, incredible. right. And I, I haven't heard nothing but amazing things. I just... That cartoons. I, I don't really watch you. cartoons. That might actually be good for you. Because, like, I feel like a lot of people kind of picked up their humor from South, South Park, Park Simpsons. I was about to say and that, like, yeah. you doing comedy it's kind of it'd probably be good to come from a completely new perspective man i came from like a background of no comedy like i'm using myself yeah which i think is why i'm always just joking around and stuff because yeah yeah i I was like a sporty kid wasn't really into comedy had i'd i I saw comedy for the first time live three months before i started it true yeah there but go ask me about the simpsons oh no i was just gonna say because i we've talked about this because gareth and i used to work together um we've talked about this before i'm 99% 99% sure about like the thought of how the Simpsons is because to me the Simpsons is like on the le- same level as like Star Wars like it always existed for as long as I've been alive yep. and it's so ingrained in like my upbringing you know and it's always been around it's a constant and like, I reckon taxes. I hear like that sentence oh you know like that episode of the Simpsons probably more than any other pop culture reference in history like yeah and this is why i always have to be like uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know i was that guy with lord of the rings but it's but because there's so many because there's so many what 22 seasons or what there's like now? 30, 30 now. Right. it's soulless now like yeah i haven't kept up for it's the literally last like simpsons so. did it is a thing like they've done everything yeah, yeah. so like if they've probably made every joke at yeah. every angle you could possibly make at this point yeah yeah the last episode of this podcast was Liam ranked his top five Simpsons musical guests. And we right. talked about that. And there, there's literally an episode of the early Simpsons where it's George Harrison and actually George Harrison. Right. And Homer so, has like a, a barbershop quartet group. I don't even know. And George know. Harrison rolls past and he just rewinds down the window and he goes, it's being done. Right. See, I <laughs> don't even know off. like some of the minor characters. I know the main family. I know Krusty. Oh, George Harrison was one of the Beatles. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know right, who George Harrison yeah. is. Yes, no, no. I know you're talking about music guests, but I was just saying in the show, I don't actually know. I barely know anything about the show in general. Yeah. Blink One Eighty Two were also on the Simpsons. They were at on one the. Point. We talked about it as well on yeah. last podcast. They were on the three hundredth episode alongside right. Tony Hawk. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew that. I've seen that scene because yeah. I like them. 
Um, I've hardly seen. I've seen the bit where uh, Bart's dick comes out in the movie when he's skateboarding. <laughs> Gets oh, that's from the, the movie. Window. Yeah, I think the yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the movie either. <laughs> that's just a thing I missed. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I I think a lot about how you know our generation. Like, how old are you, Luke? Twenty three. Right. So a, a lot of our generation is in form, like humor as they were growing up watching six clock Simpsons and yeah, all that, yeah. their hu- sense of humor is informed by the Simpsons. It was kind of like a staple for, yeah. this is how for a lot works. of people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And the, the, what I love about the Simpsons is I've seen that many episodes that many times from when I was young. Like I don't watch it too much these days, but when I do go back and watch it, I, I remember all the scenes and I remember all the jokes and the timing of it. But now that like, I was talking about with music before, now that I understand comedy a bit more and a lot of the kind of more adult themes of their humour. Yeah. When you, you, you hear jokes that you laughed at before and you remember the joke, but you have a completely new level of appreciation for yes. them. You're um, like, oh, that's actually quite clever. There's there's an episode where um Bart is being babysat and as soon as the door closes he like he's being all sweet and all that, and then as soon as Homer and Marge leave, the door closes. The babysitter turns to him and he's like, "So you're one of those don't call me a chick chicks." <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how and that like, would go down. Now. I remember laughing at that as a kid, but not really getting it. But now that I'm older, and I think it's probably that joke's probably aged like fine wine. Yeah, mm, it's um that's even more relevant. Today. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's uh yeah, I think a big. Big so are they still making Simpsons episodes? They are. They don't even release them on DVD or anything anymore. That's how much, like, it's just an episode meal. Like, what do they release now? Where do they release it on? Just on Fox. Fox 8 or something. It's, it's, Simpsons is just a licensed print money. Like, so people still watch it and keep up to date. Yeah. Um, do you reckon anyone watches it like how they watch Game of Thrones? We're like, fuck, can't wait for the next Simpsons <laughs> to next week. Do you reckon everyone's like, oh man, I must know what Bart did at school today? <laughs> it's like, why isn't that dude ever aged? Uh, I feel like it would be all like, you know, 40 to 50 year old white guys who yeah. are just like remembering the good old days of the Simpsons well, and they, I think that's they don't why mind I, too much. I, when I do watch it now, I, I, I guess I see, I see the appeal, but I don't, I have no like nostalgic connection with it. Yeah. So I kind of view it from like an adult imagine if you're an adult who'd never watched it yep. i kind of look at it like it is kind of a kid's show oh, in a way it definitely, is definitely. Um, but depends I, like, on the episode it's because like, I, I, my favorite shows are all like kind of like like i love the office like that kind of comedy mm, is like yeah it's just like uncomfortable and and it's it's like laugh out loud funny but it's yep. i don't like laugh track shit the office is one of my favorites like i've watched all of friends before but i just i can't get into it's friends right. who would be like your most Overrated comedian and your most underrated comedian. Overrated? Yeah. Oh, I don't want to say that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah you put him into a bit of a corner there. <laughs> um, overrated? Oh, I don't want to say it though. All right, we'll go no, don't, no pressure, then. you don't have to. No, comedic, like his thing, I love him as a person and I just not, no, I'm just not into his stand-up. Uh, I think, I've and I've seen him live as well. Yeah. I love his hustle and stuff. Love Kevin Hart as a person. Yeah. Love what he's done for comedy. He's changed the game in a way. Yeah. Just, I don't enjoy his stand-up. Like, I went yeah. to see him one time and I just was like, oh, this isn't for me. Yeah. It's very I'm, like, yeah, I think a lot of people are like that maybe. Like, and he's, he has these huge specials on Netflix and I try and watch them. I'm just like, yeah. Do you not- think that's because he's trying to appeal to that just whole mainstream though? Maybe. I Maybe he just does too many movies. Because he's probably like- Because he used to be great. I've seen some of his old, st- old yeah. stuff. You watch some of those old clips online when he was coming up and he was, he was yeah. uh, there's a reason why he got to where he was. 
you know, now he just does one too many movies with The Rock, I guess. Doesn't yeah. have time. Yeah. Like, you got to yeah. do stand-up four nights a week to be any good at it. Yep. Like, the yeah. guys who are killing it right now, like Bill Burr and stuff, Dave Chappelle, they're doing it Non-stop. four nights a week yeah. at the store. They're, they're doing spots. They're working on gear. Because you just lose it if you stop. Imagine mm. going to another country, filming fucking Jumanji, and then coming <laughs> back to a comedy club and trying to get a laugh. Yeah. That like, was actually a funny film, though. Right. Did you watch the new Jumanji? No, but I. It's actually quite. I mean, it's pretty funny. Spare Sunday Arvo. Yeah, watch it. It's, it's actually got a great cast. No reason why it shouldn't surprisingly be surprisingly good. <laughs> it's got Jack Black, The Rock. That's that. That should be yeah, funny. No Kevin reason Hart. why it shouldn't be good. But you're sounding like it's like already you've written it off. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I I wrote it off. I write some movies off when I see the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. Like They're very easy to these days. Some uh, every Disney remake, shit. man. I uh, like. Yeah, I refuse. Just like write it, write a new story. Yeah, You've got writers. Why rehash like the, the same Lion thing? King? I saw it and I was like, do I want to watch that? It's shot for. I've seen the Lion King. Great. Yeah. Don't yeah. need to watch it live animated. It's the yeah. same kind of like appeal that Avatar had. Like Avatar was a good movie standalone, but when Avatar came out, it was the first like major. Uh, what do they call that 3D, 3D technique? Is yeah. it um not stereoscopic? Is it stereoscopic? I have no idea. It was yeah. pretty much like the first thing that was actually 3D because the only thing before that was like Spy Kids. Spy Kids 3D, Shrek, with yeah. Shrek 3D, Shrek, where they give you the glasses. Yeah, Shrek and the 4D in Movie World. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where Donkey spits and then water comes out <laughs> of the seat in front of you. Yeah, yeah, that was um, I don't know, like. What do you think? Like, because Seinfeld, I I respect, but his stand up, I can't get into. I, just... I again, I just I as a like a comedy fan, I I love like I will listen probably to more Seinfeld and Kevin Hart guests on podcasts than I would any other people because I just love yeah what they have to do with it. The yeah. actual act itself, yeah. There's a, a lot of comedians that I love more. Like my favorite comedians would be like Bill Burr's new special was great. I loved uh, Aziz Ansari's new special. Was I haven't watched it really, yet. Really, really good. Yeah. Uh, Ricky Gervais's special was great. I, I guess I kind of even more into that edgier kind of. Have you yeah. seen Ricky Gervais' new show? The Humanity one? No, no like oh, his actual one. He's made like an actual TV oh, show. Oh, Afterlife. Yes. No, yeah. I haven't watched it yet. Apparently it's My great. mom loves it. It's yeah. She's funny. like, it's got such a sweet story. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess I, I and I love the silly shit. Like I love uh, Crystalia, Theo Vaughn, like all the podcast guys in America. Yeah. Um, Andrew Santino is also great. Um, but yeah, Seinfeld is like you're right. There's, I, I get the appeal. I'm like mm-hmm. totally. He's great, observational, and there's some sets I've seen him do where I'm like, that's proper funny. Yeah. And there's other stuff where I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I it's just like I. How can you pull apart socks? You know, you might talk about socks for five minutes, or you know, and then the sock, and you put on the sock, and it's like, <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, I get it. Everyone puts on socks, but and it's relatable. But I'm not like yeah. piercing. I'm, I never find myself really laughing hard at it. I'm yeah. often appreciating it from like a, well, this is really well well written, yeah. um, and yeah. the show is great, by the way. The show yeah. is incredible. What about do you do you dig Curb Your Enthusiasm? Because that for me, like I rate Curb higher than Seinfeld. That's was Larry. That's Dean Larry show. David's show. David, sorry, Larry, yeah. not Larry Dean. Larry David's show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've only ever seen a couple of episodes of that. Yeah, I love it. I I could watch that for the rest of eternity on loop. Like that cracks me up. That I show. love uh, comedians in cars. I think that's a great. Yeah, show. Yeah, that's a great show. Awesome that one. show. Oh yeah. yeah, that's the thing. I I think I love what those guys have just done. I mean, they they change they change comedy. They make comedy cool, and that's yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And um and I think they're they're great. There's obviously a reason why they're huge because that the appeal of Seinfeld is like every mum and dad is like, 
love Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. Just people our age, we've grown up, uh, maybe times have Not changed. We swear more TV, even amongst our friends. Yeah. Um, just culture's changed and we've, our, I guess our comedic tastes have moved to, you're right, family guys and that we grew up watching different things. So I think oh, we almost like need edgier shit to, to get the laugh now. Yeah. Which is kind of sad, I guess. Yeah. But. For me, Seinfeld was like, you'd come home and it would just be on the telly all the time. Yeah. yeah. And it was kind of almost like neighbors to me. It was like, oh yeah, Seinfeld's on again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I didn't actually find any enjoyment in it. It was just like, oh, here comes right. the laugh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, Seinfeld is really, like, it's clever. It's, it's well written. clever, well written. well written. Friends is a bit like, and Joey's going to say something dumb yeah. again. And no, and oh, yeah. they're on a break. Oh, they went. It's, and it's funny. And I like it, it, like Chandler, there's some lines in Friends that crack me the fuck up. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but you're right. There is a certain level of you put it on and you're like, I know what I'm watching here. Yeah. I've yeah. watched it before. And I, I used to love How I Met Your Mother. Really, I thought that was a great show. Yeah. I watched How all Met that. Yeah, yeah, I, I got really into that good one. Show. Yeah. Um, yeah, just just like all the all the basic ones. I hate the Big Bang Theory. I just yeah. cannot uh, get around that. Yeah, no, it's it's poorly written. Have you used watched the show? Like, have you watched it online without the laugh track? Yeah, I've seen it's that. It's amazing. Yeah. Like they, you realize that they're not making jokes. They're just saying shit. Like, hey, Sheldon, have you been to the comics bookstore yet? And he's like, you bet. And then they all pause, and without the laugh track in that, like, ha, you bet. It's just they go. So anyway, blah, blah, blah. and then mm-hmm. it's just like you watch it without the laugh track, and you're like, oh, there's no jokes. It. This is just a conversation, and they pause. Do they? We should get a laugh. You bet is not a joke. Like just because he's <laughs> yeah. a nerd, like did you go to the comic shop, and he's like, you bet, and it's like that's not funny. Yeah. It's do like, yes, I get it, he's a nerd and that's what nerds do, but that's the joke. <laughs> do they actually record it in front of a live audience? Like, I know they say that. I like, think so. And then I, I've heard that they have to and they punch still, it up a bit in the edit because yeah. apparently it doesn't, often it doesn't hit with the audience. But yeah. you know what? Again, I, I have like no, that's why I don't like being negative about things because it's like, they're making a million an episode, oh, yeah. and who am I to I fucking shit yeah, on like that? 20 yeah, exactly. mil yeah good on him. Or something. Yeah, did you see that thing that Osher Gunsberg uh, wrote about um, uh, some guy? He clapped back at some guy who was saying he made a Gantt chart of all the times of the year that The Bachelor is on between Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, and yeah. then The American Bachelor, and then there was only like 15 weeks or something like that yeah. where The Bachelor was not on. And he tagged Osher in it, and he was like, can you go off the air? And Osher was like, Hey mate, how about you let us pay our bills and you know make yeah. our money and all that? And the guy goes, he was like, "Yeah, can't argue with that." Actually, yeah, it's like, <laughs> dude, it's my job. Like, yeah, people, it's like imagine if you're like, "Hey mate, can you stop doing accounting?" It's really pissing me the fuck off. You'd be like, "No, well, that's my livelihood." Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, yes. "How dare you?" You're right. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot, and I was like, that's why people hate on like, who always hate on like YouTubers like Logan Paul and stuff, and. I get that's if you find planned. that. that I, is, of course. I, yeah. I, I, this might be He was on Theo's podcast Dude, the other day. I love it with Tim Dillon. It was great. It was funny. I love Logan Paul. Really? He's so calculated, man. You have Dude, to give him he's credit. Dude, he's a genius. He knows every, yeah. he's, and you know what? Jake Paul, he's, Jake Paul's a fucking moron. His brother's, you can I don't tell, know much about Jake You can Paul. tell his brother is like a genuine, like he, yeah, he's just running. Sometimes I can see his it. brain thinking and I'm like, hurry up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's, uh, it's delayed. <laughs> there, his brain is on dial up that dude. <laughs> but, 
it's running like it's it's like it's always rendering like it's fucked. He's just like he's one of those guys. Yeah, yeah, you can hear him buffering like as he's speaking. But um, no, Logan's really switched on and like yes, that suicide. That he knows how to play suicide forcing was fucked up and you shouldn't have that done that. Purely yeah. planned. I no, that was. No, no, he, no, I don't think he no, would have realized. No, why would that- you? That one. I think he was just trying to get controversy, Didn't and he's he like, gonna... "This is eventually going to blow over if I just lay low for a bit." Yeah, I don't I know. Think that is not what. Like that went. That was too far. I think he knew they, it was contro, but I, I don't he think knew he knew it would get people talking. I think he was there. Was definitely. I've heard him talk about it a lot on podcasts because that's the thing. I didn't like him back yep. in that era where he was just churning out shit, and I was like, "I get what he's doing. Yeah, he's he's doing yep. everything to get views, and it's working." And but I think he he did get a bit caught up in it and be like, and he almost get feeling, he lost some contracts. Yeah, and it, yeah. but you you'd feel invincible. Imagine oh, yeah, if no one sure. had ever told you no before. Like you come from Ohio, you make it in LA, you become the biggest Vine star. Then you then you kill Vine, that ends. You're like, all right, what's next? Then you kill YouTube, become the biggest YouTuber in the world. It's like, why wouldn't he yeah. go to Japan and do something fucking crazy? But and didn't Vice do it as not well? Not saying you should, and it, that was yeah, horrible. but it was the tone of it. I get, it's I the get. Intent. What do you mean? Uh, Gareth mentioned that Vice did an article in the same forest where they went through and they were following a guy whose job it is to to did, kind of retrieve the bodies. Did they film? Uh, that's they different. filmed because I never watched Logan's video. Lo- I did. It was just dude. So he's got were- a Mike Wazowski hat on, and he's like, no, no, no. It was uh, it was the 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 aliens from Toy Story. Hat. Oh, that's right. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And it, it was yeah, just more it's like um, not. It's the tone of it is just the so tone off. of it is yeah. just like he he. They filmed it, and I think the tone of it was like, what's gonna happen? And it's yeah. like, hey man, it's. I think they thought it'd be like a horror. Well, that's what he said. We goes. We yeah. thought it'd be like a horror type. Get a ghost story out of it, and then. Even if, so say when you're filming, and I film videos a lot and stuff, if you were in that situation, you did see the body, you'd, I would just be like, let's go. I, I, I don't, I, this isn't it's fun kinda... anymore. Also, I wouldn't probably go into that. Racker, Racker have done a video where they've gone into the same forest and they were just camped out. That. and Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, being in the forest, there's nothing wrong with it, but yeah. Yeah. And, and it's a spooky thing. forest. And it was a spooky forest and that's all they did. And they did like the fake horror thing and they were scaring each other in the yeah. tents and. That's a little different. They get I away with a lot of stuff they as do. well. They're funny though. Yeah, they're great. I, I like their yeah. videos a lot. I stayed at the Racker Mansion once for a week. Oh, it right. It was the weirdest week of ever. Yeah. Is just, it as crazy as they are in the yeah, videos? Yeah, they're just nuts. Like some days you go outside like, all right, today we're jumping off the balcony. And you're <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. They do good, their own stunts. Them, they're though, wild. Like, they're cool. Yeah. They, yeah they, 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 they're they kind of like the more intense angry dad yeah. brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. With with a lot of editing and filmmaking talent as well, yeah, they're great. Yeah, but yeah, I just you're right. I just think the Logan thing was uh, and now I think what he's doing is genius. He's yep. going on all these. Uh, obviously he's had kid fans. He's really transitioning now into like an adult market. He's smart. A lot of them just uh, like they don't realize. I'm like these kids aren't going to be kids forever. Like they're going to yeah, grow exactly. out of yeah. here. Yeah. And Logan's putting himself on Theo's podcast, getting a lot of hate from it. You mm. know, going well, fuck this guy. But they'll come around. Yeah. Everyone will come around to him. I came around to PewDiePie. Like, yeah, everyone. PewDiePie, I, I like say, People PewDiePie. hated PewDiePie for a minute. There. I ha- well, I worked at EB Games when PewDiePie was like the big thing. Yeah, when he first got huge. And I remember just to paint a picture of how ridiculously influential PewDiePie was back when he was pandering to you know the younger audience. Yeah. We one time like because part of my job was you know you'd accept deliveries and unbox them and everything. 
Skate 3, do you remember Skate 3 yeah. on the 360? Had been out for years at that point. And a lot of, what happens with a lot of games is they'll get printed and then they don't get printed. And the only way to get it really is secondhand. Yeah. Um, and so Skate 3 by that point had been out for years, was pretty much a secondhand title, never got printed new. One day I'm unboxing all these boxes and I'm not even joking, like 50 copies of Skate 3 come in brand new. And I was like, what the fuck is with this? Like this old game, no one's going to buy this. Yeah. And then people just, all these kids started coming and buying Skate 3. It's the best game that's ever been made. It's, it's an awesome game, yeah. but like <laughs> it was, it was, you know, people who had played Tony Hawk's were, were into it. It's completely and different. It is it very is different. Like, but It's on another level. It's, it's one of my favorite games yeah. as well. I've, yeah. I'm more of a Tony Hawk guy because it's simple and it's like, yeah. you know, it's Skate 3. Skate 3 is was like, a bit more If simulation. you're an actual skater and you yeah. play Skate 3, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I can actually show off my steeziness. Yeah. Like, it's completely yeah. different. Whereas Tony Hawk's like, every 360 looks exactly the same. Yeah. Whereas like Skate 3, you've got to like stick your landing. You've got to know your finger movements. You could actually play like games of skate with people and it would probably be just as difficult as, you know, yeah. trying to do it in real life if you didn't know what you're actually doing. Yeah, right. And all these kids were like coming in, buying these copies of Skate 3. And I was like, what the hell? And I, I said to one of them, I was like, oh, what's, what's you know, what's with Skate 3? Like, and he was like, oh, um, yeah, we've been watching PewDiePie play it. <laughs> and yeah, and that was the reason. Like, so he was you know, the buying department was watching, watches crap. what PewDiePie does. And if he brings out something, then EA Just or whoever will be like, all right, let's print this again because people want it. So, so like, well, we- obviously the gaming companies were, paying PewDiePie to play it? No, not necessarily. Really? Um, he just has that much He He'll he just... Like, it's just that much influence. I know he does, but like surely it got to a point where they were like, can you play our game? So if that was the kind of pull he was... Well, I've got another anecdote about that. There were, at that shopping center, there was also another JB Hi-Fi and like we were kind of friendly with those guys. And one of the guys there, he was an indie game developer and he was just making it, you know, after he'd go home from, from work and all that. And he had a, a Kickstarter for it and one of the tiers was like a ridiculously high tier. And it was like, if I get to this tier, I'm going to quit my job and work on this game full time. One day he wakes up, PewDiePie has played the demo of his game and it's hit that tier like within 24 hours. Holy shit. Like yeah. the amount of money that came in and he, he legit quit his job and everything. And now he's a, I believe, I didn't really know. I know the guy's name is Jacob. I can't remember his last name. I didn't really know him all that well, but yeah, I know, I know for sure he quit his yeah. job and just works on video games and as far as I know he still is. That's awesome. changing lives. Yeah. Out here doing God's work. Yeah, he just <laughs> woke up and his Kickstarter was going gangbusters and he was like, what has happened? That's if you sick. go on um, any of EA's Instagrams, generally like I think 50% of the comments are yeah. just bring Skate 4. Yeah. When Skate, skate 4, 4 Skate out. 4. Isn't Skate 4 a thing? No. Nah. If not for years, you go on, yeah, you go on their it? Instagram they and keep it's on like, all kind of teasing, like, oh, Skate, th- Skate 4 is going to come out next year, but then nothing happens yeah, and they just all go quiet. And Skate 4 if it videos. Does drop, it's going to be See, crazy. Yeah, that's I couldn't play that game because I just, it does sound complicated. And Tony Hawk's so good. It's just like, oh, you can grind X, for four done. hours. Yeah. Like around the pool. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah I remember that, like man. the levels where I'd get stuck, I'd put the cheat code on for like infinite balance and then I would just like find like, you know, yeah. a power line or a pool you or something, right? And then go make and you a just sandwich. Do laps around the <laughs> around the thing. I remember unlocking Billy Joe Armstrong in uh, in Tony Hawk's. Do you remember was... Shrek? <laughs> you yeah, Shrek in Underground Darth Maul and Shrek. It was so good. Yeah, yeah I never used them. 
Yeah. You never used them? No. You never were like wanted I don't to know think I ever, I'm what an ogre looked like. I'm also not playing that soul, Tony Hawk, dude. Damn. <laughs> you were never like, God, I wonder like if, you know, if he's got layers to his skating ability as well, <laughs> you know, if his skating is like an onion. <laughs> what Tony Hawk was that? Was that, that was underground, underground too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It was Billy Joe on that one. I remember I worked hard to unlock Billy Joe from Green I used Day. to play... Um, Pro Skater 2 and 3 on their emulator in class, on their Nintendo 64 <laughs> emulator. Okay. Dude, that was the shit. You used to yeah. play Pokemon, like yep. Fire I used Red. To play Pokemon yeah, on, yeah. on fast speed, where you do like the, yep. you yeah. speed <laughs> up and you just sprint good. between all the things. You beat like eight gyms in a day. You know, it's yep. great. Did you get into, like, because Flash games kind of disappeared very quickly. Did you have the Flash games? Do you games remember coming? Helipad? Which that one was game Helipad? where you like, you shoot the helicopters down when you run along. No, you didn't never I play that one. That one. I, I probably did. Flash cans. Uh, and you'd like get like a folder. Do you remember Dangerous like... Dave? No. Oh, man. Okay. Joyrider? What was Joyrider? Do you mean Line Rider? Yeah. Maybe. Oh, Line and Rider. Just, was like, sick. Draw the yeah, lines yeah. So you can a few Flash games like came out as actual like console games. I remember Line Rider came out in the Nintendo DS and I had one of those so flash good. carts so you could just like download the games. Line Rider was good. Yeah. And uh, do you ever play N Plus? Which was like a ninja kind of like wall running thing. You'd have to avoid so. like missiles and shit. Yes, and the the bombs and stuff would. Yeah, I yeah, know that, one. that was a great one. Was it kind of like Oriental themed? No, no, no it, was it was like, like a futuristic white white oh. background. Kind of looked like that. Portal. If Portal was like a two D, yeah. but there was no portals. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that was a an iconic one. That one ended up coming out on like they still release it on like PlayStation Four and stuff now, just because it was so. Huge, because you had sites like Mini Clip, and uh, yeah, oh, Mini Clip. That was the shit. It was just whatever I used to play in class. Because I, I, we were, you know, like everyone, every school worked out a way to like avoid the, uh, avoid the admin locks, uh, the yeah, the locks and the yep. proxy. Yeah, you yeah. Just work out like a dark web way to play like <laughs> Line Rider. Yep. You're like going like you know you got to put in some code, and there's always one kid in the class who knew how to boycott it. Yep. It's yeah, it's great. And a couple always got viruses too. Yeah. You say they're trying to ban mobile phones in schools in Victoria now? Really? Yeah. Do you see there's a, a Townsville trying to ban porn? What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a... That, that's I a saw that legit movement. thing that's yeah. happening. Oh, my God. And I'm like, how do you even police that? Yeah. Yeah. Are you gonna, what are you going to do, block just it? Just like, like the China... But what's it's like... that, the China firewall just around Townsville? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, you, you could get a VPN, you know, it's not... <laughs> Hard. Well, in the UK, you have to register for porn access now. What? Yeah, you have to submit your driver's license. It's very controversial. It's just gone through. Um, and so basically, you have to like submit your driver's license or some kind of identification. And then the ISP, like there's some kind of digital technology where it verifies with the, the website your identity that you're over 18. It's basically to stop teenagers watching porn and getting the wrong idea about sex. Right. That's the motivation behind it. But, yeah. Mm. That would be like a shit day. Yeah. When you like, you just wanted to go, you're like, oh, just imagine if you're just like, fucking, I'm heaving for a wank, <laughs> but I go to go down and show my ID to some <laughs> guy. I guess that's what you had to do back in the day. I mean, you're not that much older. No, no, back in the day. Yeah, like, back of in like, the day. You know, when, before the internet. Yeah. That's like, yeah, you used to go down the porn cinemas, yeah, sit yeah. in the back row. But that's why they want to ban phones. That's never going to happen. I mean, yeah. well, what are they going to do? Like, is it going to be like a concert where you've like, got to put in the hat at the start of the day? Is that what it's going to be like? Is that how they're going to police it? Or? I don't know. 
Well, man, I'm trying school, to ban myself have... from my phone. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's not good. I, I try and like really avoid because that's my job. Yeah, yeah so I was like, going to say, how do you manage like, you know, pumping out all the content? And oh, all it's and just like, a, I, I don't use, I feel like I don't use social media for myself anymore. Like I, I like yeah, to think a, that I wouldn't be on business. it that much if it wasn't my, mm-hmm. I probably would be on it more, but I, cause I'd, I'd use it for work. It makes me not want to use it. Have you just yeah. got the Luke Kidgel account? Yeah, and I have like a podcast account. Yep. Yeah, I don't have, like, don't a, have like a private, no, I don't have like a private one. All my friends me. just either got it. I'm like, just unfollow me or just put me on mute if you yeah. don't want to see me posting every day. Yeah. And because like, I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, it's the thing. If I'm friends with you, like, I'm just like, oh, I actually hang out with you. You don't mm. need to see me doing yeah. shit memes on Instagram stories. Well, a lot of them just watch it because they think it's funny. But yeah. I'm sure some of them, some people who I know personally who enjoy my company in person do not enjoy. Maybe seeing because I just post more than a normal person, yeah. I guess, because yeah. I'm trying to maintain an audience and capture them algorithms. Yeah, you gotta like post every day, yeah. otherwise you just fall out. Yeah, I've got a I've got a casual job running social media account, and it's it's a nightmare. I spend yeah. all day posting. Like Lewis and I have an ongoing joke about it. We just go like, "Who loves posting?" Like the other <laughs> day, I posted nine things in a day. Does that just kill day. you a bit inside? Yes, because you're posting like podcast clips. You might post three podcast clips, schedule them for the week. Then you upload a video in your main channel. Then you got to make a YouTube and a Facebook version of that video. Then you can make an Instagram TV version. Yeah. And then you got to like, uh, you know, and then you got to post it on Twitter, post it on your Instagram story. And by the time you do it, it's like an, an hour and a half later. Like I've spent an hour and a half posting on social media. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Have you got like a checklist that you just like go through? It's just like a mental checklist. So you got a video editor now, don't you? I uh, he not doesn't do everything, but yeah, I I still do most of it. But oh, okay. I was getting so overwhelmed with like literally making different file formats and it's and I was yeah, spending all day just doing back end shit like that. Um and then no no time writing comedy, which is like yeah. I got into this to do comedy. Yeah. And then I was realized I'm spending more time being a video editor than a comedian. So Yeah. Yeah. But it's very, it's expensive to hire someone, so I can only afford it to do it like a couple times a week. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know how businesses make money. <laughs> I know. That's <laughs> like, what I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, just like, like how you, so how many, like, profit? I don't know if you want to talk about this, but like, have you got multiple income streams from it? Oh, yeah. Like, that's, that's another weird thing about what I do is like, I make, yeah, the money from eight different income streams yep. throughout the year. Like, there's, patreon there's my live tours but there's like in each one they're like really small amounts of money but i guess if you add them up it's like kind of a wage you know like it's it's like if you just worked a normal job three four days a week you'd probably make more money than me in a financial year but i also it's the best job in the world like i get to just go to cool places hang out all day it's it's fun but it's also a lot of hard work but yeah it's like uh, there's a YouTube revenue, Facebook to have monetizing now. Um, I go to shows like corporate stuff sometimes. I like here, come to Perth to do the comedy lounge. Yep. So you're getting paid for those gigs at the comedy yeah, lounge. Yeah, but you make don't make enough money for it to be sustainable. To, you just don't make a that. profit. You just yep. make enough money because Perth's so expensive to come here. Yeah. You just make enough money to break even. Fair. Probably lost money coming here, but it was just yeah. like. But it was just, part of, you were saying it was part of like a holiday for you as well. Oh, it wasn't that. It was more just like I just wanted to work on some new shit. And like it's, you get to do three shows a night to an awesome crowd. Like the Comedy yeah. Lounge here is, is such a sick venue. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I just do that stuff. It's fine if I'm not losing money. I just 
you know, I'm like, I wasn't going to be making money in Melbourne anyway, so I might as well just come here and win some, you lose some. Wins, yeah. So the goal is probably sell as many tickets for the end of your show. The, the, that's how I actually make my money. Yeah. The yep. goal is like you, the, yeah, the videos are essentially like an ad. Yep. It's like a year long ad where if you entertain people for free every single day, you hope that at the end of the year, when you'll come to the town, they'll give you 30 bucks. <laughs> when yep. you say it like that, it's depressing. Yep. But that is the thing. Like, and people really take it for granted. Yeah, what like, was that? What was the place I'm gonna that you sell guys my, were I'm going to sell, sell my. Was it uh, comp, sorry, was it Gimby that you? Were yeah, to sell? oh, that was Lewis. But yeah, 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 Lewis is putting on a show at Gimpy, and oh, Gimpy's a hard place to sell yeah. it on a Thursday night. But um, yeah, like it's just like I, I'm, I'm putting my special, uh, the like comedy special that's coming out soon, um, on my website. Right, and we're selling it for ten dollars. On my website, doing the Louis C.K. Yeah, style. and I think that is very reasonable considering, yeah, yeah. uh. A, it's one third of the price of an actual show to go see a comedy show. Everyone's got ten dollars, yep. right? And I've spent four years working on that material, like countless hours and stuff. Like, and I'm only—I almost feel like I'm ripping myself off only selling, selling it, like it for ten dollars. Yeah. But I still know everyone's going to be like, "Fuck you! Why is it on Netflix? Why can't I watch it for free?" Yeah. It's because comedy's just been devalued at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, you can watch the best comedy specials in the world. Like you can watch your favorite comedian for free, essentially, if you just have Netflix. So what's someone like, I don't know, just any old comedian, like what's an, say you got a a seven out of 10 comedian. What is his Netflix? What's he selling his Netflix special to Netflix for? I have no idea what the numbers are. And I, and also no one even, Netflix doesn't even uh, release uh, stats of how it goes. Like how many plays it gets. They're really secretive. So they could be, they could, you could be, you know, selling a special to them for like, like 10 grand. I've heard other comedians millions. talk about it and um, they've just been like, well, I, they're like, how's the special going? And they're like, well, yeah, I mean, the shows are starting to get bigger. So I assume it went well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they have no idea. And yep. Netflix yeah. won't even tell the person. Is that the same with Stan? So yeah, Stan, we've talked to Stan about my new special and it's just a thing where like, uh, the, the, yeah, maybe I'll probably put it on there eventually. Maybe I, I'm not that interested yeah. because yep. if they're not going to pay for it, like I've, I self-funded it. So it's like, I spent ten grand on it, and it'd, I'd just lose ten grand if I uh, if I gave it to him for free. Yeah. So why would you give it to him for free? Well, that's I just don't think they'd pay for it. Like, you don't reckon? These uh, thing they are very not interesting. Netflix are not interested in in acquiring much Australian content. Yep. At the moment, um, Stan interested if you, they don't have to do anything. Like they won't. They're not interested in creating original mm-hmm. content yep. like Netflix is. But they'll very happily take it. Because they gonna... had their like one night stand, yeah. like Tom Ballard and stuff. So would they have just been... Amazon, so all the people with Token are about to do, I think they're filming it today uh, in Melbourne. They're about to do Amazon Prime I was about to say specials. Prime's doing right. And specials Prime now. is now, I reckon Prime's going to... Just because Amazon's such a huge brand, mm-hmm. I reckon Amazon might be... Might, Netflix might be in trouble. Yeah. Well, the thing is that I don't get with Amazon Prime is... Amazon's the biggest company in the world. Yeah, their streaming service has great titles, but the the actual GUI of it or whatever the just, actual presentation is so garbage. Right, like, it's just I hard stopped, to navigate and stuff. Well, that and also it's just it's not so Netflix is everything is calculated. Right. So last uh, last year I finished a communications degree, and part of that is my last semester I focused a lot on Netflix and how you know everything is presented to you. And yeah every facet of that comes up for you 
with Netflix is calculated. Oh, like based on what they know what I like and they nail it every time. That's actually one of the mottos the CEO said is like Netflix knows what you love or something along the lines of that, yeah. or that like creates the content that you love. And you know, the the kind of like not my to get girlfriends all, like, and eyes Netflix when you go on the homepage is very different. Yeah. yeah. And like to the point the the cards, like they the colours, they're thinking about the colour theory of what colours are presented to you on certain cards. Oh wow. And everything. Yeah, they're super like e- like every little facet. Um whereas Prime Video doesn't sort it, so you have to wade through like thirty, you know, alien conspiracy doggos yeah, to, to, to find something to. like half decent. Right. Like there'll be like blockbusters like, you know, so twenty deep and But yeah. they don't put their blockbusters front page. That's ridiculous. They do have like sections for it, but like yeah. if you're going I thought they'd be promoting like, the shit that they're paying a lot of money for. They'd be putting right. it Yeah. They'd be like if we've paid this much to get it on our platform, we're gonna fucking show it to you. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's interesting with like Stan and stuff. Everyone look Stan's getting quite popular. A lot yeah. of people stand really yeah. I really subscribed uh, the other day. It stood the test of time because there was a moment where Presto and Stan were just yeah. no Presto was Telstra's one was Presto it? that that died, didn't it? That's yeah, I think anymore. that was Telstra's kind of Yeah, they had an attempt and it failed and for a bit it looked like Stan was gonna be also a bit of a failure and they really came back hard, bought invested in the Disney shit, yeah. got the Marvel movies and now it's up there with Netflix with quality. Yeah. Netflix has dropped. Presto did have HBO content. That was the only thing. Right. So you could Disney get Disney are actually going to drop their own version. Yeah. Oh, it's called Disney re- Plus, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it comes out yeah. in November. Yeah, that, that might ruin Stan because mm. Stan relies on the Pixar shit. Yeah. yeah. Imagine that, all the Phineas and Ferb episodes. That'd be dope. <laughs> where, where am I going to go? Imagine just like sitting down and watching Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> I was thinking Rico. about that this morning. I was You're actually like, thinking well, about Wizards Stan of Stan might, might get, you know, DreamWorks or something and then they got all the Shreks. Yeah, you know, but fucking iCarly, dude. You know. Miranda. <laughs> oh, baby. Yeah, no, nah, Shrek's dope. Shre- Shrek's on Netflix at the moment, I think. Netflix oh, right. Shrek, they, yeah. They, they've, they've locked that's, Shrek That's down. why I'm with Netflix. <laughs> yep. I go wherever the ogres are at. <laughs> that's my rule. I'm like... I'm like I dig my swamp wherever you put it, you know. Um, yeah, like uh, Netflix, like the the not to get too like, you know, Noam Chomsky <laughs> or any you know too theoretical, but the the kind insert of the douchiest thing you've said so far <laughs> in the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, yeah, and here I go. Is the the kind of you know debate with Netflix doing this is that. You know, um, TV and media used to serve as like a cultural institution to inform like values and such because we do derive those those feelings from the media that we consume, and that um, once Netflix just sends you content that you already love, you're not having your perspectives challenged so much. You're just sitting in a little bit of an echo chamber. I love that. I yeah. love my bubble, my Luke yeah. bubble. Oh, that's why it's like literally goes down to the music before yeah. I'm still in that bubble, and I like it. It's what I enjoy. And I'm happy with that. Um, if you're happy, yeah. You know, as I don't time goes on, I'm I'm more all for the bubble. But you know, I also uh, sometimes just break out of my bubble and watch an episode of World's Toughest Prisons, and I'll be like, all right, that's my fix for the month, yeah. and uh, I'll go back to you know, whatever garbage I watch. Like how many yeah. mother? Or- <laughs> I don't really watch many shows. Kind of get time. Ne- I'm always making so much shit myself that I uh, actually consume very little. I consume yeah. a lot of podcasts in the car. That's yeah. it. Just when I'm driving, that's the only yeah. chance I get. I've had this thought before that kind of maybe the next five to ten years is basically going to be 
like your content producers and then your content consumers. So like you're going to be one of those people that are just constantly pumping out content mm. and then there's the other people now that are just like constantly consuming constantly it. Yeah. Consuming. So well, I think it's going to be Well what what I think it's is going to happen is um where like I guess ev- everyone is becoming a content creator these these days yeah. right like everyone has an instagram i think a lot and of people are taking a backseat though like you can just put up one snapchat story of and course be like, but there's a lot of me. people with like you know 500 followers and stuff giving it a go yeah and like i think what it's happening especially i'm not talking about people our age i'm talking about like the youth if that okay, sounds yeah, so yeah. old yep. but the like kids. literally kids who have you know they're 14 now every kid who comes to a show of mine is like like they have this idea of fame and I want to be a YouTuber. I want to be a comedian. I want to be a this. And it's like, yeah. I guess we were like, I want to be a footy player, but you didn't yeah. actually think you're going to do think it. You're going to do it. I think kids, cause it is achievable and people do make videos out of their bedroom. Yep. I get so many kids are going like, Oh, can you watch my video? Like and stuff. And it's just them in their bedroom. And, and that's awesome. But it's just like there, I think what's going to happen is, uh, there's obviously going to be people who keep getting big. I think we're all going to be creating content and consuming each other's content and then the people like i guess who are bigger might have a bigger platform Mm. like i don't want to say like myself but like people who do have an audience um and have been lucky enough to guess break out of that will just be like a heightened version of that Mm. so like we'll just be like everyone will be still doing the same shit though between the souls because people like you know vlog their holidays now and gopros just for their friends to watch yeah people love the idea of like capturing a thing and then sharing it online yeah. yeah, so you're still creating the same, but uh, same I, stuff. I, the I would never just... do that for not comedy. I just see online as a great platform for me to be funny on and yeah. to engage an audience. And I, I think it's fun playing in that field. It's weird watching it like unfold because when I was in year seven, I was making like skate and like bike riding clips like down at the skate park and stuff mm-hmm. like that and pumping it out. And one of my friend, one of my friends that was doing it with me, he actually like got maybe. 5,000 subscribers or something. And this was like huge back in 20. Yeah, that's maybe that's, like, a, that's a decent number. Like, was big. And he got probably like 1.5 million views on this one clip of this, this skater kid just eating. you got 1.5 million views, you get a lot more than 5K subs. Yeah. But not many people had YouTube accounts back yeah. in the yeah. day. YouTube was just like this thing where you'd search. Yeah. Go to. Yeah. And like if you had an account, you're a nerd. Yeah. But like when people were pumping that stuff out, it was like, oh yeah, it was just kind of like we're showing our mates and just like anyone else on the net that's interested, they can kind of have a gander. Whereas now I think a lot of people would be like, oh, if I just stuck at that for like the last seven years, I could probably be something with that. It like I could have made a career. Hmm? It, like that works. I think there are people, I don't, oh, I don't want to say their name, but... <sighs> There's a bunch of Facebook creators right now. They're Australian. Yeah, I know. Um, you might know yeah, some yeah. of the guys I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, I think they I might know. be like, oh, uh, for example, a video might be like, oh, hey mate, get rid of it, and then they yeah. chuck whatever the yeah. fuck they're doing, and it's like they're all set up and stuff. You know the silly salmon type. Yeah. Content creators I'm talking about, right? Yeah. If look, some would argue that that maybe that isn't the height of content or comedy, yeah. but. If you stick at it for long enough, I am tr- I'm a true believer just from watching that anyone can be, be famous. Yeah. Anyone. You probably get roped into that same category of like what people think that from the older generation, I'm saying. Yeah, for Not sure. Not from the younger people. The younger people get that what you're doing is obviously you've thought it's it completely out. completely different. Completely yeah. different. Whereas they're just and, um, trying to get screen grabs. I used to, definitely from the You Don't Own Me videos, like I was, <laughs> I fell in that category for yep. sure because it was just a shit meme. But now, like, I'm thank 
God that most of my clips that go viral now are stand-up clips. Yep. So it's like very yeah, evident not- that I'm a comedian now. Yeah. Or like me reviewing The Bachelor is not the same as uh, being in the street and getting my girlfriend to get her ass out for the thumbnail. Like that's not yeah. the same yeah. thing. And I feel like I'm glad I, I don't play in that field. That's yep. the thing. And I could be a lot bigger. I knew that if I kept doing videos similar to You Don't Know Me, I could have 20 million subscribers, you know? Like some of those yep. people were at Jake Paul's wedding Few, a couple of months ago and I, yeah. I probably ma- maybe I could have been on that level on private jets in LA and stuff but I'm like but the thing no, is you get not on that, what I wanted to do because I truly believe anyone can do that yeah that's the thing you get on that jet and you look around and you're like oh cool I'm hanging out with the boys some you're of those creators cool. I used to be in this lad bible creator group when yeah. I used to get my video shared in lad bible when I was doing that sort of content and um, one do of those they pay well those guys I'm always none Oh really? No, I think I made because they used to always have things on the end of their videos. Once they sent me a hundred bucks, no, they just rack it and upload it, and then you got to beg them for credit, and they just go fuck you. Yeah, they're they're horrible. They're money making things. Yeah, Yeah. because I remember they used to have a little thing on the end of their videos saying like, get five hundred bucks. If you get, I just by the end was like, it was. I used to get heaps of likes and stuff from it, and yeah, whatever. But yeah, I don't. I stopped sending it to them by the end. I was like, I don't. At the start, I was like, please, Labbubble, post my shit. Then they started to, and I was like, stop. Yeah. (laughs) But um, yeah, some of those creators. There's an uh, English guy. Um, uh, do you know Kirsten Kirsten Hannaby or I don't know, I really know what his name is. Anyway, Maybe. he had like 300 likes at the time. He used to post all these videos in the thing. No one knew who he was. Now he has like five million on Instagram, blah blah. And he just kept on at it. He's doing yeah. the pranks. He's doing surprising his grandma. Doing just clips that he knew would go viral. Like oh, I dance with my grandma and. <laughs> And, you know, just, oh, my God, you're so cute. Like, using his friends for content. Like, blatantly using people around his life. And fucking good on him, man. Like, (laughs) and I'm a true believer of you started right now and for three years were like, I'm going to become one of a Facebook influencer. I'm going to be one of these people. Anyone could do it. It's whether or not you want to commit hard enough. It's whether or not you want to get naked in the street and make a dick of yourself. I feel like that is soul crushing to a whole nother level though. Like what you're doing is you're like promoting yourself, but you're like, look, this is who I am. This is what I'm selling. Yeah. Like what they're doing is like, Hey, look at this mask I've got over my yeah, face. Exploiting well, themselves. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. well, that's the thing. I, 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 and, and by the way, no disrespect to these people. Like they're making fucking a lot of money. Good yeah. on them. Um, and that's the thing. I've never have a, I'm just like, I wouldn't do that myself, but like, I respect anyone for doing them. I'm like, yeah. you do you. I don't, I don't care. Everyone's running their own race. Who yeah. cares? Um, and that's not, but yeah, like if you want to, you know, get naked, that'll get views. People watch it. <laughs> so like this thing, lots of their videos that blow up originally were just them cupping, down. running down the street, like yeah. them stealing each other's clothes or, you know, pretending to steal each other's clothes yeah. and yeah. then putting oil on the staircase, slipping down. People love that shit. What about, uh, do you know Mr. Beast? Yeah. He's the guy that just like, just yeah. goes the extra mile. Did you know that he racked my videos and we had... We have Twitter DMs. I have Twitter DMs with him before he got big. Yeah. And he racked um, my You Don't Know Me video. He then, racked it? Yeah, he's, he's got three You Don't Know Me videos. Sorry, um, this might be showing my ignorance. What does racked mean? Oh, like stole. Or like just, oh, like, right, just okay. like redid it. Yeah, right, like just right, stole yeah. the idea. Um, oh. And uh, yeah, I, I'll read it. Because I honestly don't use Twitter. So I still have this DM from him from like 2018. He had about 500K at the time. Yeah, and uh, I, I was—I didn't know who he was. I was like, "Who the fuck is this Mr. Beast guy?" And now, obviously, I love him. I love him, by the way. He's great. I love his content. Yeah, and uh, he just like he'll be like, 
today we're gonna fill up my mate's bathroom bathroom with like ping pong balls or some shit but that's different that's there's a lot of effort that goes into it different to just faking a prank yeah i don't mind missing things i just like like, i don't understand where the going like he's getting this money you know last one to leave wins twenty thousand dollars i'm like that's look it's not that creative but fuck it's good to watch where the yeah. fuck's he getting because you can't from? compete with that that's the thing it's like these other people that are throwing their he's mask not, on and have stuff you, heard him on a you can't throw the money around is he not just pro- offsetting the cost not with profiting them? he's hardly making any money so he's, he's, he's putting 50 grand in some videos and getting 50 grand back right yeah, yeah. i thought but that he, now he's i think he's gonna try and obviously start profiting out of it soon yeah because some of them are like leaving a waitress a ten thousand dollar tip and it's like you could still do one thousand dollar and it would probably get a but, similar amount of views. Nah, but you do the. He's smart. He's invested yeah. so much at this point where a lot of people will get to 3 million subs and go, let's cash in and let's try and make some money. We'll try and lower the cost of the videos so we can make more. He was like, waited till he got to 20 million. And yeah. now when he does the suck, he starts cashing in on it. He's just going to rake it in. He's going to be a millionaire. Yeah. He's But uh, yeah, so he did just did one of my You Don't Know Me videos and I, a bunch of people sent it to me going, who stole your video? Because um, I called out one of those other creators we were mentioning before once for also stealing the You Don't Know Me one. Yeah. And uh, so I, I came in pretty passive to Mr. Beast. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> looking back at this now, I'm pretty rude. I was like, hey, man, big fan, loving all your original content. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, hey, uh, I want to shout out one of your social media since I took heavy inspiration from one of your videos. <laughs> He wore glasses, used the same song, and ignored the same no. signs. Oh my god. <laughs> he didn't even ignore different signs. <laughs> and then he said, Do you want to shout out your Twitter channel? And I just said, Channel would be great, man. Cheers. And then uh and then he said, What would you say is your best video? And I said, This is my best video. And I sent him the video of me calling out Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which got front page of Reddit at the time. Oh, how good! <laughs> and then he goes, "Oh, now I feel bad." Um, and then he, and then this, this is the biggest regret of my life. Looking where he is now, yeah. he goes, "Oh, uh, sorry, it would be." He goes, "He goes, it'd be fun to collab and make one of these you don't know me videos <laughs> together." This is Mr. Beast wanting to collab with me, and I just was like, um, "Yeah, I was like, oh man, I'm in, uh, I'm in Melbourne, and you're in LA, and just yeah." Oh, it was in America. I probably think it was in LA, but yeah. yeah, um, yeah. In hindsight, now probably would have flown over <laughs> yeah. to do that. Would yeah. now I should hit him back, be like, "Hey, man, still came for that." Still, <laughs> still got the offer. <laughs> yeah, no, they got extra nineteen. But yeah, he seems like a really nice guy. Yeah, I, think I came in being a dick, and he was really good about it. So I, I think like, you oh, were pretty cool. good there. Yeah. Anyway, he seems like a cool guy. I think you yeah, think you had reason with that tone. So, do you yeah, think I right. used to get a lot more about her back in the day because it was like my. It's like my little pride and joy. I was like, this is the one thing I've made. I've been trying for so long at that point to go viral and yeah. to be that guy that I finally had it. And then I felt like people were taking it away from me. And now, like, if that happens, I'm just like, ah, whatever. What was the most surprising thing that came from the You Don't Know Me videos? Man, that got just a, just a sheer amount of people who... Everyone's that was, seen that, it. That gets like 80 mil. Oh, no, dude. Like, I worked out, I think, and this is going to sound like an exaggeration. So I, I three two years ago on podcast, I was going like... Oh, I think it's over half a billion. I think it'd be crawling up to a billion views worldwide. Yeah, there's a lot of videos that do get to that point. I saw it uncredited the other... And this is not on the one platform. This is just shared Mm. around and re-uploaded so many times. I saw it uncredited the other day. Hood Clips, 40 million uncredited. 
and it got forty million in a, in three weeks. Far out. This Far was like out. in like August, and I was like, and I don't care anymore at this point. I don't you want just the, keep reposting. I don't it. want the credit because <laughs> I, I know the people you attract from that. Video yeah, yeah, those are, channels. Yeah, I don't want. They're not comedy fans, and they're not. And they're not going to stick show. around either. No, they're not going to stick around. So I'm still trying to lose those people who I got from them. You know, I, I still get four hundred people unfollow me every single week on Instagram. Your Instagram's got three hundred followers overnight, but. Yeah, that's the thing. I, so I go up like maybe a thousand followers a week, yeah. but 400 people unfollow me. So maybe I actually got 600. Do you reckon that's because you're posting so much content? You're like... My, my stand-up clips have been going pretty, yeah. pretty pretty well on Instagram TV. Like I've had yeah. one hit 100,000, like all the crab work videos. Yeah. They just keeps... It's, like, it's probably because they're following, expecting like a Logan Paul or something like that. That are making these like vines. But yeah, that but was you're so long ago s- now that yeah. everyone following me now is definitely for the stand-up and the comedy, which is what I want to create because yeah. that's an audience yeah. that will be active and... That's the audience I want. But um, yeah, the most surprising part that came out of that video was just every, like, every person under 30, I think, in Australia at least probably saw that video yeah. at some point. Yeah. And that's crazy to think. Sometimes yeah. I sit on the train that's and I'm not like, a, so weird that like you guys probably would, would have seen me do a video before. And obviously, why the fuck would you remember it? I'm not saying like, oh, you should recognize me. I'm yeah. just saying it's cool to think though that like yeah. um, how many people it, yeah, reached. I probably would have seen that video before. Like, have you knew seen you it before? existed? The yeah, with, I would have seen it yeah. before I knew you even existed. It would have yeah, come of up course. Just yeah, it's just like me in glasses and yeah. Yeah, do you do you remember? I I kind of vaguely remember it like doing the rounds, yeah. but I don't yeah. remember like clicking on it. Because it was probably the most viral like video. It was what two of, years like, ago or twenty seventeen. It yeah. actually like like Lab Bar we used to share it every two months and re-upload it and Unilad. It wasn't just those; it was everywhere. It was like viral clips. Any single like one of those. Those sites that Mills. post the viral shit just posted it, and I still get, you know, sometimes I wake up on Instagram and it's like 500 new followers overnight, and I'm like, fuck, it must have got posted again. True. And it's good, but it's like, they're expecting so something. Yeah, and then I get messages, Excuse do, your and it's like they're in broken English, and like do more, do more rule break, <laughs> and it's like fuck off, like, and it, yeah. you can't get mad at people because they just, they just like it. Yeah. It's really hard. I'm in this space from like, yeah. I made the video, you know? I, I made yeah. my bed. I could have fucking yeah, made it. Yeah, it's, but it's almost like at the same time they've been like, dance for me, monkey. Yeah, monkey. they're like, yeah. do do more, you don't. And I got, oh, I got offered, I'm going to kid them back today, actually. I got offered, I'm not going to say how much money, but a lot of money by a fast food chain in Australia to do a You Don't Know Me this month, like to fly to Sydney, film an ad for them. And they, they got this new burger coming out. Mm-hmm. That sounds like, Hungry. And you, yeah. it, it does rhyme with lungry crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, they got a new burger coming out. And um, I'm still not sure if I'm going to do it because it's a lot of money. But God damn, not only will it shit on the legacy of what was a great video series... It's not that, something I want to go back into. Isn't that kind of beautiful though, shitting on it? Because you don't want to go back into it. So it's like, yeah, just but use so it many for people it remember is. it fondly. And even I do. Like, it made my career yeah. almost. Like, yeah. I, but, tou- I toured a show. My first ever tour was called You Don't Know Me. I toured a stand up show under that name. It still holds a little place in my heart where I'm like, I. Th- I you want to keep the integrity of I it. I still think it's funny. Yeah. And then I just feel like. It almost is the ultimate you don't know me in a way to just sell the Dude, fuck out. I, would, <laughs> so I don't know part how you of me that's like, well, and also by accident, that's the thing. My hardcore fans yeah. will be like, fuck, yes. yes. Yeah, you yeah, sure yeah. hate that video Champion. now. Cash the internet. Fuck yeah. everyone. Yeah. 
all the people who don't really like me will be like, fuck you. And that's kind of funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, that's... You know what? I'll... I just don't think... They've offered me a amount of money, which I spoke about with Lewis and stuff. I'm like, it's not enough for how many views it will get. Because the last one, I'm like, we'll they know. Ask for more. The last one got, yeah, I will. Because the last one got what? Oh, so they want five, you to make it. They want me to post it on my platform. That's the thing. I'm like, if it was an ad for them, I'd do it. I'd oh, just be like, right. yeah, okay, it was an ad right, on their right. platform. Okay, right. For sure, yeah, I'd do it. I thought it was going to be like a They want me to post it on YouTube yeah. and oh, Facebook. They I thought you were going to be like their ad. They want me to do You Don't Know Me 4 and then product placement their shit in the middle. So, oh. and I know that You Don't Know Me 4, well, I'm thinking of doing a, I thought I did, I've said on podcasts where I'm never going to do another one. I think I might do a five-year anniversary run and just bring it back and everyone will be like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, it'll just, yeah. I want it to like kind of break the internet again. I want to get back on, start doing the rounds. And oh, yes, I'll attract the shit, but I feel like I've built enough of a base of actual people who know what I do now that it'll just be like a good meme for them yep. kind of thing. Um, oh, this is Dylan, the shop owner. Oh, great. But uh, yeah, I'm, they want me to plug their thing and I'm like, It'll get a hundred million at least. It will get at least a hundred million views if I do a fourth one properly and I do it well. Yeah. So I don't. I. That's a. So ask that's for the more. I was gonna say super. I'm not saying it's the same as effective as an advertisement, but eyeballs on their new product. That's what they want, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the same amount of people who watch the Super Bowl. It. Kinda... How much do they pay for those ads? Millions. I'm yeah. not saying I'm gonna ask for millions, but. I yeah. want more, a little bit more than the money that they're asking. If I know that a hundred million people are going to see me sell that, the first offer. Yes, and I'm sure they're going and knowing yeah. that it's going to yeah. be. They've definitely got a bigger budget than what they're yeah handing yeah. the first ball out. But that but would I'm probably not too fast about it. That would I probably won't do it. If you want to kind of, I don't know, but um, that's a way that people that don't know your kind of come up, they see you with HJs and they go, "Oh shit, Luke's made it," like. Luke's established now. Like, really? I think so. I think there, there working is a, with a big a brand authenticity like that, kind it's of like, oh, like he's like legit now. Like he's working with HJs. Like, it's why? just not the way I would, I would do, uh, you know what? I would prefer to just uh, do the same amount of, uh, like I would prefer to just do an ad about Hungry Jacks and make a funny video or maybe a sketch in mm -hmm. Hungry Jacks or whatever. And that's what I'd probably prefer to do. It's just the you to know me thing is like, I know. Like last time, it was like I dropped a spirit bomb. I, I had it scheduled to upload at 7 p.m. Yep. Uploaded, came back to the computer, 7.01. I refreshed it. It had a 1,000 likes on yeah. Facebook. Wow. A, it was just because I told people it was going to be up at 7, so there were people waiting at their fucking computer. Uh, it was like it was something I've never experienced before, and I went, I literally went up 200,000 likes on Facebook overnight. Holy shit. I woke shit. up the next oh, morning, yeah. refreshed my page, and I thought it was fucked. I just thought it was like a glitch. Yeah. And I kept refreshing it. And I was like, that's not broken. That's just what happened. It just was like, and because the lab bubble and stuff followed me at this point. So they knew I was going to drop it. So they were like, as soon as he drops it, rip it and then put it straight on. Did they platform. credit you? This was the third one. So the second one went so viral that then when I dropped the third, but on the third I announced one. the, th like, I'm going to drop the third one this time, this day, all the content people who work at these, uh, obviously pages were ready were like oh, yeah but great. what i'm saying is you weren't giving it to them no they just they just rip it did they credit you though yeah, yeah. by that point but yeah. some in the comments you know how it is like it's bullshit yeah. but yeah i should have put my instagram handle in the water i should have watermarked the original file so the one they ripped yeah. there was never another version yeah then they just crop it whatever yeah. um, it's a good thing now because i don't want those at the yeah. time it was great but because i was just awesome i was like you know 
It's like, I'm going viral. And yeah. I thought I was yeah. like, fucking famous or whatever. Who cares? How long were you trying to break into that for? Uh, about It took about two years, I think, to get a viral video. Maybe like a year and a half, two years. How many videos do you reckon you made? Uh, probably like 30. Yeah. yeah, so like, once and I, had one, I had one go pretty viral, like before that. It was when I said viral, I got like 250,000 on Facebook, uh, like about Pokemon Go. And that's when I realized that you've just got to do videos about whatever people are talking about. That's yeah. what's going to go big. Like, that's yeah. the easy way. If you want to break into YouTube, just talk about what everyone else is talking about. It's the easiest way to go big. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how, like, most, that's why uh, reactionary channels are so big. Because you're just playing the algorithm. Yeah. Like the, but, like, I just made this Pokemon Go video where I. 30 seconds, really simple idea. Pokemon Go had just come out. My mate happened to work at a gaming company. So I got given a beta version of Pokemon Go before it hit the stores. So wow. I understood kind of what the app was. I'm like, all right, you catch yep. them in real life. So I had two days. I knew this was going to be huge. It's like, it's going to be massive. I was like, all right, I'll do a video about it. So I thought it, I had two days before it went nuts. So I went down to St. Kilda Pier and I was like, oh, look, it's a Magikarp or whatever. And my mate was like, oh, we'll catch it. My mate starts using the app and I'm like, fucking that. And I ran and I dive into the water. He's like, no, mate, you, they're not actually there or whatever. And that yeah. was the joke. Just like simple as fuck. But I dropped this video right at the perfect time where this video was kind of the, the day I dropped it was the day that every person in Australia downloaded Pokemon Go. Right. Do you remember that day where everyone was like, you got to download was, new Pokemon? Yeah. Yeah. So that night I dropped it and everyone was like, I'm playing it and I'm watching the video and it just yeah. went nuts. And I went from 2000 likes on Facebook to 10,000 from that one video. And that's when I got my little hub. Then you don't know me happened. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. There you go. Interesting. Manufacturing the meme. You, it's literally like a, you can play the game and yeah. you can do it. It's very like calculated. Yeah. Like I, I'm sure if I wanted to start playing the game again, I probably could keep going viral, but I'm just having like so much fun with stand up and... Yeah, podcasts and I'm at a comfortable point now where it's like this is I'm at I'm doing what I want to be doing every day and I'm like that's yeah can't ask for anything better than that yeah yeah, yeah. well how long have we been recording for wow we've been recording for two hours yeah, yeah. I gotta head off dude yeah. this is so long yeah I, sorry <laughs> no, that's alright it, it was good to get a little bit of info about you know you don't have to use it all just got some very little music yeah, there's a lot oh, of music like the, the first, first half. Yeah. yeah, and then you know, the, the, the true fans will stick around for the yeah. second half. Yeah. Do, do you finish it? Or you just cut it off. Yeah, no, that's it. Um, yeah, thanks so much, man. Man, really thanks so much having me. Yeah, good chat. Thank you, John. Thank you thanks for, for audio Technica. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Gareth. Yeah, it's great to have you on, and thank you, Liam, who's now departed us. Um, but yeah, thank you again to Audio Technica for providing the equipment. Um, really helps us. What out a crisp clap. All right. Cheers, guys.